guest has been here for Don Napoleon on Blog Talk Radio. She has made you laugh. She has made you cry. She has dissed you. She even pissed you off. She has motivated you. She has inspired you. She has shared her personal experiences with you. She has told you the truth. She has loved you and helped you all for two hours a day, seven days a week. Please welcome the woman of the hour, Don Nicolio. Thank you so much for coming back. What would I do without you? This has been a beautiful day. Is that done? Is that done? Oh my God, that's her.
die. I wanna live my life in ball, make a couple million, and then I'm chilling, pay them more. These taxes got me crossed up, and people trying to sue me. Media is in my business, and they acting like they know me. <laughs> but I'm a mad out and feel out. I'm ready to that's what the fuck the fuck is feel out. Yeah, nigga, it's some new shit, so better get up on it. When you see me, tell a nigga how you want it. How do you want it? Time again, I gotta keep that 
your set. That nigga let him know. This is dead like it was complicated to sleep up here, I go. And I'ma go and get some pips for them. A couple formulas, little pretty lids on them. If I had a dick, I would pull it out and piss on them. Let me shake it off. I just signed a couple deals, I might break you off. And we ain't making up, I don't need a mediator. Just let them bums blow steam. Radiator. Keep shooters up top in the F1. A lot of bad bitches begging me the F1. But I'ma eat them rat bitches when the chef comes. Throw some fresh ones. More talent than my motherfucking left thumb. She ain't a Nikki fan, then the bitch deaf dumb. You ain't my son, you my motherfucking stepson. All these bitches is my sons And I ain't talking about Phoenix Bitch, I get money so I do's what I pleases I live where the motherfucking pools and the trees is Broke bitches so crusty Gave the bitch a ride, got the continental dusty Trust me, I keep a couple hundred in the dusty Couple wet wipes case a bum try to touch me You gotta be careful when you pick fights and that's what I've learned in this business. You just never know. Shut the fuck up. Who the fuck want war? FedEx please straight through your front door. It'll be a murder scene. I'm turning Pink Friday to Friday the 13th. Alright, you little Kim clone clown. All this buffoonery, the shit stops now. Time for you to lay down. I'm sick of the fraud. I put hands on this bitch like a spa massage. We all know your last names. What got you your job? You to put together gimmicks, something like a collage. Since you're putting on the show, you gon' get the applause. Clap, clap. This is frame like a fucking garage. Yeah. This hood shit you and Drake ain't built for. This is shit the other bitch almost got killed for. Still counting with hardcore generated. Bet my shit keeps spinning like a syndicated. Corny broad, I leave you bloody like administrated. Your hot air ass bitch should have been deflated. This ain't a championship fight, I've been the greatest. See, the fact is, what you doing, I did it. Lane trying to clone my style and run with it. 
that's cool, I was the first one with it, you the little Kim wannabe, you just hate to admit it, I'm the blueprint, you ain't nothing brand new, check your posters and videos, you'll always be number two, I seen them come, I seen them go, still I remain, Sweetie, you going on your 14th minute of fame, I'm over 10 years strong, still running the game, cut the comparisons, I'm in a legendary lane, fighting for a spot, child please, I'm solidified, with my hands tied, you couldn't beat me if you bitches tried, either you're high, sipping that shit weighing on, I get top dollar for whatever my name on, go stick your head in a tornado, brainstorm, I drop bombs, flex, napalm. With the stars in the skies I am no longer trying to survive I believe that life is a prize But to live doesn't mean you're alive Don't worry about me and who I fire I get what I desire It's my empire And yes, I call a shot I am the umpire I sink a holy water upon the vampire In this very moment, I'm king In this very moment, I slay Goliath with a sling This very moment, I bring Put it on everything That I will retire with the ring And I will retire with the crown Yes, no, I'm not lucky, I'm blessed Yes, clap for the heavyweight champ Me, but I couldn't do it all alone We, young money raised me Grew up out in Paisley Southside Jamaica Queens and it's crazy Cause I'm still hood Hollywood couldn't change me Shout out to my haters Sorry that you couldn't phase me Ain't being cocky We just vindicated Best believe that when we done This moment will be syndicated I don't know This night just remind me of Everything they deprived me of your drinks up. It's a celebration every time we link up. We done did everything they could think of. Greatness is what we want to bring up. That I could have this moment for life. For life. For life. Money, the mafia, that's where the love sees. I'm in the Dominican, big poppy or tease. Doing target practice, all these bitches the same in the police. Shout out to the CEO, 500 degrees. Shout out to the OVO, Red Wings and Fatigues. Ah, oh, niggas wanna be friends, how coincidental? This supposed to be y'all year, we ain't get the memo. A young king, pay me a gold. 40 got a bunch of weed, he ain't even roll. These niggas be dropping songs, they ain't even cold. Weezy on top and that nigga ain't even home yet. Yeah, be very afraid. These other rappers getting bodied and carried away. Fucking me and Nicky Nick getting married today. And now you bitches that be hating can catch a bouquet. Ooh. I want you to try and tell us everything that happened. Anything you can remember. Anything you can remember. I just want to tell the truth. The truth. The truth. There's your truth, my truth, and the truth. People say one thing and do another. We call them hypocrites. This is Queenie Fama, the truth cherry. And that's what I look for. I look for the truth. Join me on Sunday on Blog Talk Radio at 6 p.m. That's Blog Talk Radio at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash queen hyphen ifama. 
I look forward to seeing you 6 p.m. on Sundays. Come join me. Let's get down to the butt naked truth. Hotep, everybody. I just want to tell the truth. The truth. The truth. Where's she at? Where's she at? Zena? Where's she at? Where's she say? You can find me, Jolly Ali, every Thursday, one minute past 11.59 p.m. on Left Flank, right here on Blog Talk Radio. That's www.blogtalkradio.com backslash L-E-F-T B-L-A-N-K. Yo, what up, man? It's your boy Joe Dunn from Atlanta Hawks. I'm chilling with Don Nicole Young and the Heat.com. I'll let your boy later. What it do, y'all? It's the girl Rasita. You know I'm holding it down for Don Nicole Young. This is your boy Verston is chilling right here with Don Nicole Young for IndieFeet.com. Make sure you check it out. Keep it locked and loaded. Yeah. Yo, what up, y'all? It's Jermaine Dupree. You're watching IndieFeet.com with my homegirl Don Nicole Young. You heard? Yeah. Oh, this is KC Giff, and I'm chilling with IndieFeet.com, Don Nicole Young. Yo, B-Banger, you're watching IndieFeet.com with Don Nicole Young. What up? This is Derek J with IndieFeet.com, Don Nicole Young. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're now tuning in to the very best. I'm yours truly, Jazzy Fenzel Burgundy. Obama Luther King Jr. Justin Five the First, and you watching IndieHeat.com. Hey, therefore I'll never be deprived of a famous name, will I? Oh boy! Yo, this jagged ass. We putting it down with IndieHeat.com. Keep it locked right there. Hey, what up, y'all? Vivica Fox, and you are watching and listening to my girl on IndieHeat.com, Don Carleon. <laughs> You're tuning into IndieHeat.com. This is Princess saying peace and love and dream. Keep dreaming. Dream big. Shoot. Man, I'm so IndieHeat. Don Carleon. WGAG Radio, baby. Blog Talk, Don Carleon Show. Please believe it. You already know. That's star power, man. You know, I only... So we so right ATL, now. man, right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> you figure deal me. <laughs> All Eyes on Egypt presents Friday's Gramercy Social Night, a private affair. Enjoy a night of networking in an exclusive, intimate atmosphere. Get to know some of the most successful and dynamic group of leaders, business owners, entrepreneurs, presidents, CEOs. Be amongst the most progressive, successful movers and shakers in New York. Cocktails start at 9 p.m. at All Eyes on YouTube, 145 South Warren Street, Monticello, Georgia, 31064. You must RSVP to attend at rsvp.rsm at gmail.com. Are you tired of paying broadcast stations for a 30-second advertisement that costs the amount of our car payment? I don't know about you, but I am. They got you on the corner of Dubass Street and can't get it right. I advertise with Georgia Gossip Radio. I have so much traffic coming to my website, I thought it was rush. Next time, advertise. With George Hi, this is Mitch Henry, introducing to you the most exciting news for all you independent artists, musicians, and even authors. We are IndieHeat.com, and we want to make your dreams and ambitions a reality. Start submitting your material now to IndieHeat.com before everyone knows about this limited time offer. Your submissions are half off. That's right, half off the regular price. So pick up the phone and call us now. Start making money on your material. You deserve it. At IndieHeat.com, you're just a click away from a hit. I'm out in the street. Yo, get ready for the hardest mixtape of the year. David Blade, R&B, straight drop, brought to you by Trapper. This 
Eastern Standard Time on Blog Talk. You already know the one and only host of Left Blank, Miss Jolly Ali Show, will be on. We protested long enough. See what happens when black people come together and protest? They change the time. We can't ask white people. We can't protest against white people. They ain't going to do shit. But when you protest against black people, they act right. So the protest work, the boycott work, Jolly Ali Show, Left Blank, is now on. It's official, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday. It's official. It is official. Man, special shout-out to the one and only black conservative man. He talked about Don Nicoleone for two goddamn hours on this show. Special shout-out to that. Special shout-out to also Bash and Smash Radio, man. We had a wonderful time on this show enjoying Muslim sisters get together. Yes, Muslim sisters get together and talk about just regular issues and how they feel and what's happening and what's popping off in the black community. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? We had a magnificent time just building with Islamic women and, um, you know, why does religious people always read from their scripture knowing damn well that they the only two motherfuckers that's listening? Incredible. You know what I'm saying? Read something from, quote a movie or something. Read from the Book of Color Purple or some shit or, or goddamn the Book of Godfather. That's a damn good book. Uh, read from that, but why come everybody think that since, since we tune in to your shit, we want to use? We ain't want to use. <laughs> However, though, there was wisdom. I did read something they read from um, the Hadith, and it was right and exact, though, for real. It was right and exact. Yeah. Read up to the Hadith. <laughs> so shout out to the one and only Rodney Walker in the building. <laughs> Rodney Walker boy, Rodney Walker boy, y'all got to listen to Black Conservative Show. I know y'all don't like him because y'all think he's an Uncle Tom. Well, listen to Black Conservative Show, man. We can't tell y'all what what really what happened behind the scenes because then we'll give up our magic potion to y'all, so y'all won't be able to figure it out. Though that's for those that know know, and those that don't know don't know. <clears throat> but big ups to Rodney Walker in the building. <laughs> Anyway, man, I got the news coming up next. We also got the next. I mean, this is interesting, too. Let me put this on record, man. We've been waiting on this moment for a very long time, and I just really need to know if the one and only truth terrorist is ready and willing and available because this is something that we have to explain and show without a shadow of a doubt where black people are basically getting their information from when it comes to single parents, single mothers, and all this other stuff, we're going to expose that shit today, and we're going to tell you where they are getting it from, where they're regurgitating it from, the source of where it all started from today on the Don Nicoleone Show. You don't want to miss that coming up in 30 Mertens. In 30 Mertens, we're going to have to expose that. We got to show you exactly where it come from, and you already know, anytime the white man said, we run out and repeat every goddamn thing. We're going to tell y'all where all these folks on this damn bandwagon, on the, on the goddamn slave ship, hollering and screaming and preaching the white man's doctrine on single parents and all this type of shit and saying father's not there. 
we're going to tell y'all that that's the goddamn white man Negro spiritual to keep y'all niggas enslaved. And we're going to talk about that shit in 30 mountains. All right? So with that being said, I got a little bit of the news coming up next because I'm so excited about this topic. And you already know when Queen speak, nobody fucking argues with her. You know what I'm saying? In a sense, that shit is incredible. And yesterday's show does not count because Jali didn't have any rest and she wasn't drinking Moscato. She was drinking Grey Goose yesterday on the show. So that's the goddamn difference. You feel me? I'll be right back, man. I got the news coming up next.
with your worry and we can conquer the world. Thank you, Jesus, for Anthony Hamilton. I love him. That's a real soul brother number one. Yes, uh, we need more soul brothers rapping, rapping. You know what? I got I got a soul brother rapping, man. I know y'all know my boy Amin Ra, man. He's off the chain. I like him. All right, look, I'm going to play that real quick, real quick, and then we're going to get to the news, man. This is called Soulmates, man. Yeah, I'm in rock. Yeah. Yo, I'm searching, yo. I'm searching for my soulmate, my twin flame. I know she out there. I can feel her. Strong connection. Goddess, where you at, goddess? Appear to me, goddess. Show yourself. I'm ready. I need a Nubian queen, a soulmate, one that can relate. Congo that 
motherfucker. Put the Congo beat on that bitch. This is why. I'm giving y'all the formula right now. Exactly, Jael. We got a damn more in this motherfucker right now. Even though more knows that shit. Jael Bay said that he got L. Bay both. He's the, the ascended one and the obedient one. You know we like to bang in the trunk. Exactly. So that's the only goddamn thing I got a problem with conscious music. I would love to play it, but even that shit put me to sleep because it don't keep me up. You feel me? It just, it don't. So if y'all really want to reach the children, sweetheart, or you just like to jack off to your own shit, but if you want to reach the babies, baby, you got to have an 808 in that motherfucker. I'm sorry. You got to have some knock in that shit. And then drop them fucking jewels. You know, you got to be something. And remember, we're, we're still the people that dance. Don't forget that shit. Even though y'all uh, y'all feel like as adults, y'all are outdated, y'all don't like the dances that's going on right now that the children have, you know, your parents didn't like that that onion and all that other shit y'all motherfuckers, the pickle and the, all that other shit y'all was doing. Our parents, was my parents, well, my mama was kind of cool because, you know, she wanted to know the latest shit. So we had to teach her to smurf, the snake, and how to snake all the way down and shit like that. We, You know, our mama was cool. I'm one of them goddamn mamas. Nigga, what's the new shit? Show me how to do this stanky leg. Show me how to, what's the other one, goddamn Show me how to do the goddamn Dougie. That's my shit. Yep, Dougie is my shit. I ain't learned that shit yet. I ain't confident enough to Dougie on you motherfuckers. But goddamn it, listen to the conscious rappers if you know any or if you're listening to the Don Nicoleone show. And I know you don't like the Don Nicoleone no show no more because you so motherfucking conscious that, nigga, you don't want no help on trying to reach these motherfucking babies through your music. And all I got to say to that is, nigga, Put some motherfucking, come with a dance, nigga. Do a goddamn my-eye dance. Do the my-eye, motherfucker. Do them, do some shit. Do make up something, motherfucker. And how do you, I mean, tell you, because we dance. Don't forget that. We dance when we got on the boat, and we dance when we got off the boat. We always dance. Do you understand? This is why our music was special, because every song that was played, we danced. That's the only thing that these conscious motherfuckers lost. They lost rhythm. They lost the fucking rhythm. And don't get a conscious motherfucking producer to produce your shit. Get somebody like Jazzy Faye or some goddamn 14-, 15-year-old that know how to funk out them Fruity Loops or them goddamn Pro Tools. You feel me? Because, goddammit, this shit here got to stop. Conscious motherfuckers, y'all missing these babies because you're too fucking conscious that you feel like your fucking, the, the production, baby, got to be awesome before these babies can catch on your lyrics. You feel me? Remember that shit. Goddamn, I'm going to go to the call line, though, real quick. And, goddamn, just for the hell of because their hand is up. 251, you're on the air with Don Nicole, y'all. What's your name? Where you calling from? Yeah, that's true. I'm calling about uh, Mobile, Alabama. How you doing? How you doing, True? What's good, baby? Welcome to the show. Nah, it's all good. You know, I'm actually a conscious rapper myself, man, and uh, I really disagree with some of the stuff you're saying about, you know, kind of get them on them dances and stuff. Like I'm saying, the people have been dancing for too long. They're dancing up in the churches. and ain't getting no truth up in the churches either because all they're doing is dancing. How did the church uh, come into play? We're talking about music. Well, I'm just, I'm just talking about just, just dancing. Like, our people just dancing too much. They, like, so what should we do? They, just they, sit down and be still when we hear music? No, we need to, you know what I'm saying? They need to get some knowledge, man. They need to, you know what I'm saying, get some understanding in them. But that's all the people want to do is, like you're saying, do the stanky leg, do the ratchet, get ratchet with it. It's always a new dance, and 
and you know what I'm saying that stuff's always played out. Like, uh, well, we but later. did you not dance? Are you a child of the of the era of pop locking and all that stuff and spinning and break dancing and doing all that stuff? Yeah, I, I, and no, the I don't and, I and the prep. I don't think. When you part of that, we, listen, baby, we are the people of rhythm. We are the people of rhythm. That's the first thing. This is why we took over the music industry, because we love to dance. They stole our dance, and now we don't dance no more. Why we don't dance, we hard? Why we a bunch of smart, stiff people now? You don't dance, we hard? When you make your music, you don't bob your head? You don't tap your feet? It's a big difference in turning on BET. And seeing everybody shaking their ass to the music, putting oil all over their ass, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Teaching the young woman to do that, you know? Right, but we're, but y'all are not doing that, though. That's the that's the blessing that you guys, you conscious rappers, are not doing. Y'all are not going to put the visual out there to degrade the women. But I said just your music, your production. I would like to hear your music. You want to send it to me? I'll play it on the show. And I got yeah, my children with me now. If you email me your music on the MP3 file, DJ Play My Song at gmail.com. DJ Play My Song, one word, song at gmail.com. I'll play it in the next 10 minutes once I'm uploading it. I'm telling y'all that if, 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 if the objective is to flip this unconscious music to conscious music but still keep, still give us rhythm, Still have it where all ages can enjoy and would love it. First of all, music was fun at one time. Music was about, it's about fun. It's about, you know, smiling and being with one another. You know, it's supposed to make us come together. What they did with hip-hop is they made us fight each other. What they did with this sick R&B is to make us fuck each other and not love each other, like back in Temptation days and a few other old cats. So the only difference that the conscience is missing I mean, because y'all got some nice stuff, but you know, it's just not. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything for our rhythm. You know, it doesn't do anything for our rhythm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would say, you know, what I'm saying, uh, with dog music, it's a little bit different because we're from the south, right? And uh-huh. people don't really take uh, south music as being conscious anyway. So, you know, what I'm saying, we do have those catchy hooks, and we do have those repetitive choruses in our music that, you know what I'm saying, people can get into. And it's always good to have a little dance with it, whether it's a hand motion. I think I'm really just against just a lot of the booty shaking and backing that thing up when, you know what I'm saying, you have a lot of babies doing it and stuff. And that that, that really kind of cuts me, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree with that to a certain extent. And that's only because if you take... If you if you take a if you take out the rap music the the music of the video and all you or you turn your music down if you're watching a rap video and the women are dancing and if you play like some of my ex-husband West African music on top of it it's the same goddamn thing yeah it's it's our mu- it's our rhythm it's it's in our natural thing to shake it it's, it's natural. If you go to Africa, they're doing the same damn thing. All our dances came from Africa anyway. It came from the black continent. All all of our dances came there. So when you see the women here, it looks nasty and degrading, but it's the same women over there doing it. The Jamaican women, the Caribbean women, 
They're doing the same thing, and they have always been doing it. We, what's funny about it is that when we were growing up, you and I, we were doing the snake and all that stupid shit, and that was not Africa. It had nothing to do with Africa. We was popping and locking. That had nothing to do with African movement. It's the same thing. The death is the only different. But if you, you, you check them African videos out, baby, you would be like, damn. Damn. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, the same thing. That and that goes right way up. back because that's how we started our ceremonies. If you remember, women would dance around the ceremonial, you know, if there was a ceremony um, uh, going on, the women would dance just like that. The only difference is they either had on straws or leaves or, or a G-string um, on that side of, of the continent. You know what I'm saying? But also when they were dancing, they were getting filled with all these spirits and stuff as well. Which ones? Who? Well, you know, just like with like the African voodoo. Like if you watch the videos, they're doing the same dances, but their eyes are rolling in the back of their head, and they getting all kind of spirits coming in their body. And I feel like that's the same thing that's going on now, you know? Right, right. I'm not talking about the African voodoo when they're under hypnosis. The same thing. That go, that takes us back to the church no, over here on I'm this saying, side. When, when, because when, the women in church are doing the same the thing. Whenever the rhythm starts playing, Whenever the drum rhythm starts playing, they become under hypnosis. Because you see babies that don't even know the dance, and they start creating a little dance, shaking their thing. You know what I'm saying? Just right, but we're looking at as, see, and only, you know the problem? You know why we see it as sexual? Because the United States have a spell of sex all over it. So it's hard for us to look at it as pure African culture. Because we've been so mind-fucked that everything is associated with sex now. That, that's our mind doing that, looking yeah. at it like that. But if we take our same babies and put them over there in Africa, where the music is different, the mindset is different, there's not an African person would say, that's some sick shit y'all got these babies doing. They won't say it. But it's only Let's because of, of the United yeah. States... They enforce the spell of Leviathan, the spell of sex. So everything to a person mind that, that's been bred and under the spell of the United States, everything is associated with sex now. Even when they see a girl who wear, just wear jeans, they say, that bitch, is a, she's a whore. Look at how ass is poking out them fucking jeans. I mean, everything has to be, your mind goes right back to sex because that's the way the government, those that government your, govern your mind, your mental Wanted you to look at your own people as sex objects, your children as sex objects. They can't even dance pure. You think your your three-year-old is thinking that they're fucking somebody while they're dancing? No, you're looking at it as that. This is what happens. But that same three-year-old in Africa and that parent of that three-year-old and the tribe of that three-year-old, it does not see that that child is gyrating. If that makes sense. So, you know, but it's just the way that, you know, they, they, they made us to look at each other. They perverted everything and turned it into sex, you know. And because we are really all black people, whether we're from Africa or from the goddamn projects, we are enticing people anyway to these beast motherfuckers. So whatever we look like or whatever we're doing, it makes them more enticing. It makes them enti they, they entice with this shit. So 
you know, but I want to get back on this conscious music stuff, baby. You're going to email me, DJ, play my song, one of your tracks. And, you know, you may not can do it today. It sounds like you out and about. But if you email yeah. me one of your tracks and, you know, because, I mean, I, I, mean I, I, lo- I like conscious music. I just can't listen to it because it'll have me drive off the road. I need music <laughs> to keep me up. You know what I'm saying? Like, who wants to? I mean, I listen to one nigga. I mean, to me, conscious music now is a whole bunch of niggas uh, preaching in the form of rhyming. I don't want to hear this shit all the goddamn time. You know, it's like y'all become preaching rappers or something. That's what we are. You know what I'm saying? Every rapper's a preacher. This ain't just poetry, you know? I'm with that, but give us a song. Give us a song that is a hit. And that we'll play it every day because the song is a hit, it's catchy. And my children would say, Mama, play it again. I like that. I know I can't. Look, my daughter said, instead of saying, Mama, turn that shit off. See, my children be telling me to turn that shit off, that country shit off. You know what I'm saying? They're like, Mama, turn that shit off because it's not, it's not. I'm telling you, you got to give the people what they want. Then they will learn to want what you have to give them. You know, children do like, you know, music. They are the music. I mean, they keep them headphones in their ear. Y'all just not giving them a reason to play your songs in their ear. Oh, Jael says conscious people be rhyming all over the beat too fast. <laughs> nah, I ain't going to say nothing. Like we from the South, man. We definitely play off of them beats. Well, if you, I mean, I'm sure you from the South, you, you got some... Got a whole nother element, so that's why yeah, I want to hear. It's different. It is different, and it's not. It's not many people out of South that you know had the crunk beats and all that. We just spit knowledge on it anyway. But that's just what we do. I mean, you from the South, so you probably bring another element. It's different. You know what I'm saying? Like them, them, yeah, them oh, New yeah, York folk, man. Yeah, that's yeah. a little bit different. You feel me? I don't know what the hell them New, New York and countries people be doing, but that shit there. But I did hear it's one cat named Elohim. He be playing some real shit. And it's been a long time since I'm able to digest, like, New York music. But he, he's a producer, yeah. too. You know what I'm saying? He plays some nice stuff. He, he plays his stuff on Blog Talk. So he got some nice stuff. Have you ever heard of uh, a group called the Lost Children of Babylon? No. They off the chain. They off the chain. They conscious. Well, we're going to take your word for it. I'm going to look them up. The Lost stuff. Children of Babylon. Are they on YouTube? Oh, yeah. All over YouTube. Yep. Y'all put in that link, The Lost Children of Babylon. Let's look it up. And we're going to check them out, too. You know, but just, you know, you are you going to send me an MP, MP3? Yeah, I got to DJ, DJ, play my song at gmail.com. That's it. It's real simple. And and and, um, and you the truth, right? Yeah. Good, good, because I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it. If you can get it to me before the show is over, that's great. Or I'll do it in a new day. All right, I may be able to shoot you something over the phone. I love it. I love yeah. it. I love it. I love it. Well, stay with us, man. We're about to get into one of the uh, most talked about discussions, if you got time to be a part of this intellectual conscious panel of intellectual debaters, you know, male and female. And it's coming up in about two seconds. I'm just waiting on the one and only queen of me to jumpstart the topic and give us a brief history on how did this whole, how did black people start getting on the bandwagon of some white man who wrote a paper called The Negro Family, some old shit, and and why black folks is, you know, 
all preaching the white man's doctrine when it comes to the black family. This is actually comes from a white man. He wrote it in the 1960s. And next thing I've you know, we're in that. a millennium, and now black people are preaching the white man's doctrine. Negro family, some old something, 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 something. I wish I had your music. I want to go to a break and get Queen ready to, um, you know, we got to prep Queen, put her makeup on, get her ready for showtime. But uh, I just wish I had your music so I could play. So I'm out to do it like this. You feel me? I'm out to take this thing. <clears throat> the, the only conscious rapper that I know that is absolutely conscious without a shadow of a doubt is the one and only. Hey, Please man. give it up. Hey, yeah. Let's get it. You know you both be staying down on the road, man. Rolling all the way from Florida, MIA, on up to Duval, on up to Tennessee. A lot of the real niggas be showing love, you know what I'm saying? I really appreciate that. All the dope boys be coming out. All the homegirls be showing love. But a lot of folk, man, they still be looking like they don't know who I'm here. Let me tell them who I'm here. Rubber band, man. Wild as a Taliban. Baby, 
Y'all give it up. You feel me for the AT aliens. Please believe it. Dope boys in the trap. And motherfucking Southern playalistic players in this motherfucker. Love it. 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 I love it. All all the New York conscious rappers, they are fat, overweight, and retired. That's what the fuck happened to all of them. Big ups to my nigga microphone fiend, Rakim. That's about it. That's about all y'all had was Rakim, man. That's it. Rakim. That's it. Other than that, that's it. That's the end. God damn it. Yes, Lord Jesus. Y'all already know how we about to do it, man. Let's be on our best behavior. This is the moment that we've all been waiting on. Why people wait till 1 o'clock to listen to the Don Nicole Young show? Because this is when the shit get good. This is when the time where they don't want you to talk about what they don't want you to talk about. Right here on the Don Nicole Young show. So what we're going to do is talk about what they don't want you to talk about. Y'all please put your hands together for the one and only Queen Afami, the true terrorist in the building. Peace. Ha <laughs> be glad when I motherfucking be an announcer, boy. God damn. <laughs> you did a good job, God. God darn it. Hey, man, I'm working on it. I'm practicing on y'all. You feel me? This is practice. I, I hear you. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Now, you know what? After I, you know, I was on the show, on our Brother Bashir show yesterday, and, you know, I keep hearing this theme about, you know, the black man missing from the home, that's the problem of the black community eels. All this, all that bullshit. I just, you know, I hear it over and over, and I'm like, these people are only regurgitating some propaganda that was spouted in the early '60s. Okay, first of all, they had an image of this black matriarch in the black community, right? And uh-huh. this ain't rocket science. You can go to fucking Wikipedia, okay, and just use your third eye. Okay, and, and of course, I've lived through the era. But anyway, I Hey, man. That's right. Let's put that on tonight. record because you about, what, 82? A girl I wish. I, I hope to get to that. But if, if you were 82 you right now, I'd be like, man, that. you the coolest motherfucker I ever know in the 80s. <laughs> I, I, I wish <laughs> I was. God damn it. I was on like 99, boy. Everybody be on my dick then. They'd just be crazy. Like, damn, y'all heard that 99-year-old woman. She cool as fuck. The key, the key to all that age is being able to take care of yourself. I don't want to be old and dependent on no motherfucking body. That's my biggest fear. But anyway, um, it all, you know, it kind of like it comes out of this uh, this picture of the matriarch in the black community, the black matriarch, and this was really popularized during the fifties and the sixties of this super black woman, right? She's she's a super black woman. Um, and then, like I said, I found, I found a lot of this stuff, you know, to really kind of back up what I'm talking about. And it's not that I rely on this information. This is shit I've, act, I've actually seen, you know, as I was growing up. And uh, they, they, they created this imagery of the black woman, and the black woman in particular. I, I'm just going to, you know, put it like that, like white women didn't have single-parent families. But that's a whole other story. But anyway, they depicted her as this uh traditional good mother nurturing and you know she took care of her kids and all that and everybody else in the in the community but yet she was unfeminine she was too strong willed she was domineering so this theme of the black woman has been 
being perpetrated since like the 50s and the 60s about our over over domineering uh, uh, you know constitution and our, uh, we're so strong-willed that a black man can't do anything with us and, and all of this is perpetrated and if you look at it today in certain sitcoms and stuff like that that image is still uh, uh, perpetrated in these sitcoms in a very um, I would say um, exaggerated way because there's nothing wrong let me just let me put this on record there's nothing wrong with being strong-willed, okay? But the, but the whole key to the exaggeration is the domineering uh, 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 component of it. And because we ran our households, you know, with the, with the uh, absence of the black man in the home, and I'm going to get to that uh, rationale in a moment, but because we ran our homes and we had to be stern and we had to be, you know, like no-nonsense women because we were raising children alone and they had to do what the fuck we said, then we were characterized as being domineering in a negative, in a negative way. And this has carried down and been on the back of the black woman ever since that particular period of time. But. Now, you know, because of the absence of the male in the home, and this is not just a black family, this is any family, white family, particularly we'll just use black and white in this instance, you know, for various reasons, war, niggas just walking off, Pecker Woods just walking off. So for various reasons, all right, uh, no jobs or whatever, they, you know, we had to uh, succumb to the welfare system. Well, in the welfare system, uh, especially before, uh, the mid-60s, uh, men weren't allowed in the home, black men, and I'm going to be very specific, because white men have always been in the home on welfare. They, Their names were on the check on the, in the welfare. I've seen that myself. That mm-hmm. black, white families did not disintegrate because they were on welfare. Can we get to the white man that started this shit? To got this Look, I, you got to lead up the shit, okay? This is, this is, this is, you got to build shit so people can have a foundation. What you talking about, uh, Miss Napoleon, Doctor Napoleon, God Napoleon, all of the above. So anyway, so you got, I got to do this because if you don't lay the foundation, people don't talk about. So welfare, I got to get to welfare because the black man was not was told that he could not be in the home and the family received welfare. And like I said, even though the white family received welfare and the, and the, and the family was intact, okay. So, of course, subsequently, you know, you had crime in the black community, but you got crime everywhere. You had crime in the black community and all these other things, and not to mention the fact that during the 60s and the 70s, this is when you began to see the jobs leaving, the industrial uh, jobs leaving the community that had sustained families earlier, which is why people had to generally get on welfare at, at the end of the day, and you got me talking real fast now. But, um, you know, these jobs started leaving, so subsequently they had to get on welfare. Now, here comes this motherfucker called Patrick Moynihan, because now the, com- the, the, the community actually has deteriorated because there are no jobs available, okay? So here comes Patrick Moynihan, who does a study, who does a, a, a study, and he, uh, a report, it's, it's called the Moynihan Report, and it's called the Negro Family, the Case for National a- Action. So this report was written by Dr. Uh, uh, Patrick Monaghan, who was a U.S. senator at the time, and it was released in 1965. And what he said, what he said was that the report concluded that the structure of the family life in the black community. Co-
constituted a tangle of pathology, uh, capable of perpetuating itself. Now, now check this. Without assistance from the white girl. And what he literally did, and this is why we do this to this very day, what he literally did was victimize the victims in the system of white supremacy. Because, as I stated before, the jobs were leaving and going someplace else. The jobs that were available were, of course, and still are at the discretion of the motherfuckers who run them, who happen to be white and have their own prejudices. <coughs> Can I ask you a question? People. Right when did let's talk about what he said about okay. the Negro family. Okay. He argued that the matriarchal structure of the black culture of black culture the matriarchal structure of black culture weakened the ability of black men to function as authority figures. This is what Okay, Patrick repeat it again. Say it again. White man okay. says what? White man says that because the households were run by women, so they thought, and this is part, and that that is part of black culture, that that weakened the ability of black men to function as authority figures. Not the fact that ain't no jobs available for you know for a man to live up to those standards in the first goddamn place in America, but the fact that it's all the woman's fault. And that women, and because of the woman running the household, that they, she couldn't possibly raise uh, a decent children, or men in particular, out of that. This all comes out of Patrick Moynihan's report, and this is what has been being built on ever since 1965. It, it, it vilifies the woman as a single parent. That, that's what I'm getting down to. It vilifies the woman as a single parent and saying that because there is no man in the home, that she is incapable of raising her children, particularly her male children, because there okay, is wait, wait, no wait, wait, male wait, wait. influence. Okay, okay, now you're ready to lay the foundation because you might lose people like you just lost my ass. Wait a minute, let me get oh. this clear. The motherfucking Patrick motherfucking Monaghan, Monaghan. Right. basically said that the, the woman, the black woman controlling right. the house, right. It, right, it weakens the black man, right. and then... Thus, they use some type of strategic tool to take the black man out of the house. Right. You got it. Okay, and what happened next? In the first place. In in the first place. So, um, like I said, they said that the matriarchal, you know, because women supposedly ran the household and it was a matriarchal household, that it weakened the ability of the black man in the household to be an authority figure. Not a father, not a husband, but a fucking authority figure. Now, you know what a fucking authority figure is. Authority is, is my way, my way, I rule, and all that other Yeah, that's shit. why you got a whole bunch of niggas believing they the head of the household. Hello. And, 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 and in the black community, that has never been where the man had the final say in the household. But this Patrick Moynihan, he he reinforced that ideology through his motherfucking report, is what I'm trying to say, which is what we build today. We're still, you know, building on that shit today. He also says this. He says that, and this is the conclusion of his report, he says that the steady expansion of welfare programs can be taken as a measure of the steady, steady, Disintegration of the Negro family structure okay. over the past. Okay, go ahead. Okay, we got a question, real quick. 
the unknown, the known unknown says, so you're saying single parenthood has no negative effects upon the whole? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying fucked up parenting has negative effects on the whole. So you can have two, but my point is this, is that you can have two parent households and people still be fucked up. That's my point. But trying to place it all on the single parent household ain't nothing. That comes out of propaganda because it's just not true. And I'm saying that the whole ideology of that comes out of this propaganda. That's what I'm saying because traditionally the black family did just not rely on the mother solely in the home to take care of our, you know, to 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 uh, provide the system of taking care of children. It was a whole communal thing. You know, I mean, families was involved, uncles, aunties, all that other kind of shit, and they discounted that. And they built up a propaganda against the single black mother. They vilified her and made her the cause of the black man's fall, not the white man, not the not the fact that he's not given opportunity to get a job. They made it her fault. Oh, she's domineering. Oh, she's this, she's that, she's that, and put all that shit on her. And I see this shit playing out today, and I know it all comes from this goddamn Patrick Moynihan, a white U.S. senator in 1965. That's what I do know. So what, was, what do you I think his agenda, what do you think their agenda was for that you know what, for that cracker to write that paper? For that cracker to write that paper called the Negro, what's that shit called, the Negro agenda, the Negro, the Negro family? It's called the Negro family, a case for national action. Now, you know, when I look at his report, I can't say that he did it in malice. I can say that he did it in typical white male thinking, particularly white male paternal thinking. I, I, I really, I really can think that. But you know, as I, you know, looked at the report, and he talked about female, he included because first of all, in his report, he talked about um, the the systematic alienation of the black man from the home as uh, in their roles of fathers and husbands, and that's not the fucking truth. That's not true. They have not been systematically alienated by the black woman, all right? Perhaps they've been systematically alienating themselves because of the propaganda by the white system, but it had nothing to the black woman. Don't want nothing more than her, the man she had her children with to be with her. It's, I mean, that's why this shit is so goddamn ridiculous. But then he said uh, he made an a, 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 a argument in his report that what was needed, and this is particularly and specifically geared toward black men, even though he spoke to the overall community, but it, he said that there needed to be a provision of jobs, job programs, vocational training, and educational programs for the black community. But he wasn't specifically talking to black Women. He was. He, this was specifically geared toward black men. But we also had the. Activists. So what do you think they did? And they got together, called all the black niggas out the house, and said, "Look here, niggas. Don't you know <laughs> your woman being the dominating one in the household, running everything? Don't you know that you lose your power as an authority figure?" You know what, Don? They didn't do it like that. I'm gonna tell you. And and and, and if how you did they go do back, it? How did they okay. strategically replace okay. our natural way of life into this fictitious beast mentality? Okay, how did they do let it? Me get, okay, let me give you an example. It's the same way they took exactly what we just got through talking about dancing and made it something nasty. Okay, they okay. do it through propaganda, 
through media propaganda, through comedy, through uh, sitcoms, through commercialization, all of these things where they show the domineering woman. They don't call it that specifically except for in these scholarly uh, arenas. But what they do is they portray her in a certain kind of way, and they portray him in a certain kind of way. And people have a tendency to take on this fiction that they see on TV and, 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 and put it on themselves in real life and begin to act out shit. So this is how they began to to make this shit magic in the black community and make it valid in the black community. This is how they did it. They did it through the same means they do every other fucking thing that we carry on and take on in the black community. They do it they do it through an entertainment system. They do it now we got, you know, various discussion groups so we can carry on this these these dialogues that create continue stereotypes stereotypes and shit like that. So, so we have, they have a, a really uh, unique method of keeping a stereotype or creating a stereotype and watching it grow and watching how it affects the, the society, particularly the black community, and capitalizing on that. Because what you had also back then was you had, like, um, you know, black So what they did, who, what I'm looking at, what they did was, let's say this happened way after slavery because obviously the Monaghan right, Report the came about. Right. Mm-hmm. In right. what nineteen sixty what five fifties and sixties it was like the fifties oh, like, during the fifties and sixties. Right. Mm-hmm. So when they came up with this plan, and he's a congressman or a senator, he was a uh, 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 he was a congressman, I think. Let me okay. So once they came up with no, this plan, it seems like they strategically got with the black man to offset the original balance of the black family. If this is our culture. They offset it, or they put a chip in a black man's head. Right. I, you know what? And I agree and you that they put to, a chip in television and, and all of that because that's when, during the 50s and 60s, I don't know when Superfly, the Mac, and right. all that shit that came out, and Cleopatra Jones, yeah. and Petey right. Weestraw, the Devil's Son, a lot, one of my right. favorites. And, um, you know, a few other shows, uh, movies right. at that point. Blackie Love, all that type of shit. I guess that's when they knew that they can get us off of visual. See, that, that was the 70s when they came up with all those movies just to, you know. Okay, to, that's when the plans were starting to be enforced, obviously, right? Black exploitation. Let me, let me say this. Let me say this because prior to that, you also have a cultural uh, definition of what manhood is in America, right? I mean, this this was when we first came here, and, you know, the whole culture has a definition of manhood. Man is supposed to protect provide and uh, something else he's supposed to do, protect, provide, and, and all this other stuff. So when so when this propaganda came out and there were no jobs available for the black man, as I said before, jobs were leaving, the industries were leaving, so black men could not get the jobs that were available for them before, so they said, well, you're, you're, you're not a man. And so then they start with the you're not a man propaganda. And they start really, really emphasizing the the heads of households being held down by, by women who who was actually able to go out and get work or were okay, able to receive real quick, real quick, real quick. Let's bring it up to date. Let's talk about, like, uh, the unknown brought something up to Jali, and he says the facts state that most in jail come from home, single parents, most who produce without a male, et cetera. So let's bring okay. it up today. How in the hell did they turn what, I mean, first of all, they split us up. Split mm. us up so bad that now we're in the millennium, and now women mm. are raising children by themselves. And the only rebuttal of facts is 
that the niggas are in jail due to the fact that women are single, raising these children. And the stat shows that the majority of men that's in jail, according to the unknown, because I don't give a fuck about their stats, but according to the unknown in the chat room and and everybody else who make this declaration in this statement, it said that the men that are in prison, the black men, are in prison only because there's only one motherfucker that raised their ass. And it wasn't the man involved. No, that's not true. So I I, mean, I, I can't go along with that. I think people in prison because they commit crimes and get caught. That's what I think. You know what I'm saying? And I think, and, and the fact that the man, and the fact that there are uh, so overwhelmingly black men in prison says that that's who they're looking for, not the fact that ain't white folks committing crimes. You know, and, and that's a whole nother. That's right, a whole nother right, story. right, right, right. We won't leave the crackers out of here unless they, unless we can only discuss their plan. Fuck the right, crackers. Right. Right, right. But, exactly. you know, I'm just, because, well, you know, we hear this a lot. You know, we've heard this well, a lot. You're supposed to hear it a lot. That's the whole idea. Because that's the you're agenda. You're supposed to hear it a lot. Yeah. Because you're supposed yeah. to believe it. You're supposed to keep hearing it. It's kind of like a song that you hear first that you don't really care for, but you keep hearing it over and over and over and over. Before and you know it, you, you start singing it. Right. You start singing it. So it's the same thing. You keep hearing this shit over and over and over and over. But not only that, you keep hearing that the woman is a blame. The woman is a blame. The woman is a blame. Not only does he take it on, but she takes it on as well. And you know where that comes from? Let's take it back. You know where that comes from when the black man blames the woman? That goes straight back to that monotheistic religion called Christianity. When God asked Adam, who told you that you were naked? Who right. told you to eat from that tree? He said, right. the woman that you gave me, he blamed right. her instantly. Right. He didn't he take full responsibility. So right. I'm trying to figure this out. If, in fact, and we know that there was a concentrated effort to separate the black family, why are we continuing to separate the black family? If we because, all can agree, by right, sure okay. ones in the chat room, if right. we all can agree that there was a concentrated effort to separate the black family, if we all can agree on that, why are we still separating the black family now? Why are we doing it? Push one. If we okay. all agree on that there was a concentrated effort and a plan and an agenda, and we all can agree that it was, if you agree, push one in the chat right. room. Right. Let me do my one, because if we agree. Because according to what we just heard from Queen about the Monaghan report, Right. And explain it to the the strong black man who was strong enough and authoritative enough to let his woman run every fucking thing. That means that takes strength. I'm sorry, brothers. Right. That takes a strong motherfucking man to know that and to let that happen that way. And what he did was, and remember, even in the Quran, Allah said, I will make evil, the devil, Shaitan said, I will make evil fair seeming. So the dead white man came to the black man and said, I'm going to make evil fair seeming. The way you right. run in your house is not motherfucking good. That shit right. is evil. Right. Because that's what right. he did. He made, he made everything evil fair seeming. Right. He made what we thought our way of life was, and he made it look bad. He made right. us hate our half through slavery. They say right. he had us picking cotton. So now you hate your half. He made everything that is good look bad. He made you right. hate yourself, so you chop your nose off and you lighten your fucking skin. He did a good job on that. And he also made you hate the fact that you are already God in the flesh. Right. 
Right. right. And gave you a white man and said, this is your God, nigga. He right. made evil fair semen. So we can just agree on the simple fact that if, in fact, that these crackers did a strategic plan to go straight to the black man and tell him the way he running his shit does not give him the authority that he really fucking needs. But mind you, a house divided cannot stand. And right. the only thing different in this situation right now, if you really look at what the white man is doing right now, he put his woman on everything. He put his wife's name as the CEO of yes. his shit. Right. He hands her the check. Right. All of a sudden, you niggas hand her two pennies and you keep the check and run out the fucking house today. This nigga, the white man, has took our way of life and made it work for his while we're fighting and divided amongst one another trying to figure out who's going to run the motherfucking household. And they took our formula. They took our harmony and they took our balance of the black family and they gave right. it to themselves. If you look at these corporations, they're all headed by women. Right. They gave their woman the authority. That's why they say, God bless America. She's a woman, Jack. It wasn't God right. bless George Washington. Right. right. You know, right. they call her America the Beautiful. That's their white bitch that they made a statue of. They took all our shit, made it bad for us, but good for them. When they said that we hate our hair, made us hate our hair, they said straighten your shit, bitch, because we tired of seeing that beautiful, thick, goddamn coat of hair on you. They went straight to the shop and put a perm in their hair, and their hair curls up. They want our curls, so they made our hair flank while they got the curls now. When you get your hair perm, black woman, your shit goes straight. When the white woman get her shit primed, her shit get curly. And and let me let me just add this too. And what they did, and I just want to really clarify this because this was really slick of how they took the uh, network that single black women had in the community. Oh no, they, with, wait. Let me put this on record. Oh, you ain't okay. in the chat room, Queen. Let me put this yeah, on I, record I'm, real quick. I'm, I'm trying not to look okay, at the shit. Okay, good. Let me said. put this on record. Okay. Let me put this on record. If you look at how the white man mobbed over his woman, that was you right. before they put that plan in action against your ass. You worshiped your woman. You worshiped the ground she walk on. Look at, I mean, nigga, if the white man didn't put his woman up front, we wouldn't see this bitch everywhere. We see, wouldn't see this bitch on billboards. We wouldn't see this bitch on television as the woman with the apron, the knife, whatever, running the fucking household. We wouldn't see this bitch if that nigga didn't want to glorify her image. Y'all don't glorify your woman's image because the plan has been set in place, nigga, that you're not an authority figure to glorify nothing. They took the authority out of you. And they used it against us, both of us. That's right. That's right. I'm sorry. That's the way it works. You cannot tell me that the white man does not glorify his woman and he call everything a she. He has a gun in his hand and he says she. He has a nice car and he calls it a she. You can't tell me that the motherfucker don't glorify his bitch. Meanwhile, the agenda is in place for you not to do that. Right, exactly. I agree. I agree. And, and my whole point in bringing this, you know, and having a discussion with you earlier about this is the vilification of the single black woman that uh, with children. That was my whole, this is the whole thing I'm building this premise on, 
is the vilification of the single black woman that she cannot raise black children without a black man, and it has been done because she had a domestic network. She had a network of help, the indispensable grandmother, the grandfathers, uncles, aunts, cousins, neighbors, friends, all of which who provided mutual assistance to her in child rearing. But what they did was vilify that so the black woman without children is looked at as some kind of scourge in society and everybody's moving away from her, you see, instead of stepping up to the plate and helping her, even though the black man is not around. Men die. Men go off to war. Men walk the fuck off. This has been happening since the beginning of fucking time. You see what I'm saying? But the systematic vilification of the single black mother has been perpetrated in this society, particularly since that goddamn Monaghan report. So you saying that it all goes back to the Monaghan report on uh, a report on why most black people, male or female, degrade the single mother? Exactly, exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's After exactly what the I'm argument saying. started when the white man got with all the black men and said, "Nigga, you're not an authority figure. Your bitch run everything. Go in there and exactly. put your foot down exactly. and tell that bitch exactly. you run this shit." After yeah. all that shit, when we were living in harmony, now. This is the result of the mothers that are single. We've kind of got used to this shit after the Monaghan report because right. it ain't going to work. If I got to fight in right. my house, one of us got to go. Right, exactly, exactly. And, and not, not to mention, let's add the caveat of the fucking feminist hating lesbian-ass-led movement. You see, they hated men from the giddy-up, you understand? Not, let's, not, let's not leave out that propaganda. You see what I'm saying? So... All of this, like I said, the black woman has successfully raised black children with the help of her community. Now we don't have one. They've disintegrated. The, now we don't uh, have what? We don't have a, uh, uh, many of us, for, for the most part. And I'm only talking about I know, but help me out because I, I miss that. Well, we don't. You know, we, don't, there is, there is no network. There is no network like it used to be in the black community where you had uncles, Cousins, uh, every you know, people in the community that uh, would help a single mother. We got children. a question in the chat room. Okay, is okay. the only way to run a household is to allow the woman to have total control? Well, no, Rodney. I would say no. I would say that is not the only way to run a household. And you know, I, I don't know what running a household means. I, I mean, maintaining a household is more to my Language. Well, running the household is running the household. Same way you would run your business. Same way you would run away, race and win. Same way you would, okay, you know, okay, okay, run okay, your okay. motherfucking mouth. It's the same damn thing. Okay, it's total okay. control. So okay. the, the well, answer no. is, if in fact, Rodney, if in fact that the Monaghan report was an agenda to take you out of the house, because you 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 knew that you you were the authority figure that was intelligent enough to let your woman run the house. Can we say it that way? Makes you feel better. And he pulled you out. If that is true, then y'all got to go back to y'all original state. We got to go back to the beginning. That's what nobody wants to go back to. The beginning, the way of life. Where it was like that, let's say, after slavery in the 60s, where they had a problem with the black woman running everything, 
and wanted to separate the black man from the black woman just by instituting him the power of suggestion that you're not the authority figure. That's called the power of suggestion. Wouldn't you like to be the authority figure? Mm-hmm. And I mean, your house, you're happy. Your home is happy. You don't have a problem. You come home. You see all your babies. Your wife. First of all, let me say this: If a woman's place in the home and your place is to protect it, how the fuck you gonna do both? Run it and protect it. Two people can't drive the motherfucking car. Mm-hmm. Do you understand how this shit works? What they're giving us is something that doesn't exist that we keep saying we want it to work. The man should run Let's, every fucking thing in the goddamn house, and the man should just be by himself. Because we can't do, I, I cannot, listen, as much as I'm, I'm, you got women that are masters of running the house, working, taking care of the children, back in the floor, and on the phone, and breastfeeding, and cooking grits at the same goddamn time. Right. But if you trying to motherfucking do my job, then it's impossible. Listen to this logic, everybody. If, in fact, that if this Monahan report is right and exact, and they say that the, y'all let the black women control the fucking house during the 60s or whatever, and they're saying that that doesn't give you authority and when you want it, here's the thing. What happened to the black man where all of a sudden we're single mothers? What happened to y'all? How did y'all forget our formula? How did you forget, sweetheart, that if my place is in the home, if that's my job, that's what I run. If your place is to run the motherfucking field, the corporation, and bring it all home, then we are both doing our job, sweetheart. We are doing it. They did something to us. Well, you want to take the wheel called the house, and nobody wants to get out there and motherfucking bring the bacon home. Right. Then that means if you want to tell me how to run the house, then that means I have to let you be the bitch in the house while I go out there and be the fucking man and make sure my baby's got everything. You and I can't do the same fucking job, baby. We can't. We're supposed to come together, and we know our instructions. We know why we're together. One is to do this, and the other one is to do this. They completely fucked us up by believing that what we had was working was not working for you, black man, and it was working for all of us. It's basically what they did. They told you what you got is not working. And it was working fine until you believed the white man. It was working fine. Y'all did that shit first. Y'all started the white man love affair before we did. Y'all started that shit. And don't tell me that the black man did not start the white man love affair before we started loving the white man with you. Because when it was time for niggas to vote, the white man said that only you can vote, black man, and not your wife. You didn't even stand by us and say, fuck you, Mr. White Man. We are a family. And if my wife can't, I don't want to. Fuck you. What y'all did, Mr. Black Man, was happy that the white man accepted you into his society, into his world, and gave you a pencil, 
and a sheet of paper and said, vote for some of these crackers. You were more content with the white man separating us just off of simple politics. You never stood by us ever since then. You never told the white man, fuck you. If my wife can't, I'm not. None of these black men in those days and time, when the white man said, nigga, you can vote, but your wife can't, nobody stood together and said, fuck you. My wife is my everything. I will not do it for you, bitch nigga. I'm not going to do it because you said I can. If my wife can't, we don't. There was a time when we stood together, we fought together, we cried together, we ate together, we cheered together, we smiled together, we danced together. When the white man says your nigga can and you can't, there's a separation. Speed it up to black welfare. When he, white man came to you now, black women, and said, you know what, bitch? You can have these benefits, but your nigga can't. This is how we started to become bigger and devious and demonic and deceiving and backstabbing just like the motherfucker that raped our ancestors. We started doing it on each other. Right. I agree. I'm going back to my original point here. If a woman's job is to run the fucking household, let her run it. Period. If not, if you come home, black man, and wants to be an authority figure, how are you going to be an authority figure over your counterpart? It doesn't work that way. You can't be an authority figure over a motherfucker you became one with. Right. Y'all are right. one together. Y'all are authorities together. How does that work, my brothers? How do you come home, start screaming and trying to take over and rearranging house and furniture because you feel in your inedibility by the white man that you are not the authority if you don't run your house? You don't have to run shit when you rely on that other one, your equal counterpart. She got that wheel. You trust your woman. You trust that the home is straight if you got to go out there and motherfucking get it from them crackers and bring it back. You trust that the children are raised. You trust her. So I'm, if the question is up to you, brothers, we put it all back on y'all lap. You want to run the household or you want to let us run it? It's up to you. If you want to run the household, then run it. If you want to be a man and be that provider and that protector, then I'm not going to step on your shoes, baby. I'm not going to argue with you because that's your job. That's what we agreed upon. I run this, you run that. We come together and take over this motherfucker. I'm sorry, Queen. Go ahead. (laughs) Now, you was on point. Because if we go by that paradigm that the woman's place is in the home, you know, I I look at what happens when the woman has to go out of the home to earn a living. If if that's her place, she's out of her place, in other words. You know what I'm saying? And so the the castigation has been that the woman is out of place because according to this particular culture, her place is in the home. And I really we got we got we got somebody that said uh this 
Um, somebody said, Jael says, we both have to have a say so in the house. Okay. okay. So do you both have a say so in the in the, with the, the affairs of the world, too? Do you both have a say so in that? Can I add something to that? Do we, we both have to have a say so in the house? Let me explain how this shit works. Because obviously everybody got amnesia how we did run it before Patrick Monaghan and them crackers came in and separated us with this shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, do you do you honestly believe a woman running the house, the man come home, want to say something about the house, do you think that a bitch is going to say, nigga, I want to hear shit you got to say, I run this shit. Do you honestly believe that if it's put in its natural state, Jael, if the family is in its natural state and development, do you honestly believe that a woman is going to argue with her counterpart and say, nigga, you ain't want to hear shit, you got to spit my shit. Right, exactly. How you going to tell me how to run my shit? The only way that conversation happens when it ain't your shit, black man. That's right. That's the only way. When there's a woman in her own house, Lease is in her name, and your bitch ass come over trying to talk. Right. And tell her how the fuck she should run her shit. And, nigga, you don't pay a goddamn thing in this motherfucker. You can't come in this bitch and tell me how to run it. That's the only way it works. Now, the difference is this, because the problem that I have with most black men, and not all you, the ones that figure that you should have a say-so in the woman's house and the beehive that she's running, we will sit down and let you say whatever the fuck you feel is so when you go to that white man and you tell him how the fuck he should run his shit first. Right. And let him sit down and listen to you because you are his master. Hmm. When you do that shit first, my nigga, then you come home and run this shit at the house. Hmm. If you taking shit from Mr. White Man and you taking every order that bitch nigga give you, and you want to come home, nigga, and try to run how the fuck the flower is on the left side of the fucking wall, nigga, I can't respect you. I cannot respect you. I respect you if you come home and you tell me how you put that bitch nigga in check, Mr. White Man, and how you motherfucking stole the corporation right under his fucking feet. And you running that shit now. But if you can't run America, nigga, you can't run this fucking house. Right. Until y'all niggas take back your fucking country, then we'll shut the fuck up. Then you can come home and organize this shit at the house if you don't like the fact that the flower was on the left side of the fucking wall. But other than that, nigga, you ain't fit. You're not a man to me if you let a white man, a motherfucker, dog beast, control your ass and give you fucking orders and you don't say shit. But you come home to a woman that is one with you and you want to run that shit. No, bitch, nigga, don't work that way. You either God all day long or you a goddamn fool to try. Right. Right. That's how I see it. Right. I agree. 
Huey says, has the black man that ever had any power? Has the black man ever had any power? Yeah. Before he got with the white man, he had power. And he better and get I, that and I guess we got to define what power is. You know, first of all, it ain't you being a ruler and the, and a dominating force in the home. It's a co. It's a cohesive. No, be a dominating yeah. force outside the home. Outside be a force to be reckoned with. Have these motherfuckers fear you, black man. How you gonna goddamn have your family who love you and you supposed to protect them scatter you? No, nigga, you supposed to have the outside fearing you and scatter you. And see, I, I'm, I'm digging what Rodney's saying. Rodney said, well, I don't know where all this, where any of this conversation is coming from because I never said I wanted authority Rodney, over my woman. Rodney, I always think a motherfucker is talking about it's him. talking about him. We ain't Rodney, talking about stop you, it, Rodney. baby. <laughs> Just stop that yeah, shit. And, and his household is running fine, just the way he has it. I mean, he works from home. He cleans up the home because he's in the home all day. His woman go to work and come home. That's cool. But what we're talking about and what you know I, is is this overall perception of the black. Here's another community. question. Is the um here's a question from chat room queen. Is the white man so powerful that he has destroyed the black man single handedly? In, in the black man's mind, yes. Yeah. Get him out your head. Yeah. In the black man's mind, yeah. Because you blame everything on the white man. So, yeah, he, he does have power over you. I mean, not total, but it's in your head. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, it's just it's just the fact I mean, they, that they totally at, took us out, uh, out of our original environment. I'm, I mean, it's the truth. They took us out. They they put us in an environment where we can only come together in sex and then we fight each other like animals as if we never laid in the bed together, never had children together. That's right. what the fuck they did to us. So they right. did a good job, and I'm putting us as a whole in this motherfucker until you start to rewrite the wrong that your great-greats and all of them motherfuckers allowed to happen before you was born. But... They did. They just did a good job on both of us. I'm not here to blame or to put the blame. I'm here to right, rewrite the wrong. I'm not here to blame anyone. We've all been a product of his fucking experiment. We've all been a product of it. Now we got to figure out which way to go. Do we keep motherfucking walking in the way of the dogs that eventually fucked our minds up? Or do we get back our righteous mind as black women and black men? Well, Don, let me say this, because I really just read something in the chat room. First of all... He would say the black man get blamed for everything. You know why? First of all, you know why the black man get blamed for everything? Wait, Don. You know why the black man get blamed for everything, Huey? The black man as a whole get blamed for everything only because your job was not to motherfucking shake hands with the devil. Your job was to protect us and provide for us. So we have to, we ain't blaming Mr. White Man because we know that the nigga does evil continuously. We just saying that we have to blame the man that is designed and created only for us to protect and, and provide for us. And because you were beguiled, just like y'all like to say Eve was, you were also tricked. Can we all agree that we've all been mind-fucked and tricked? Can we all agree to that? 
Can we just agree to that? Fuck. Who fell first? Who fell for the goddamn joke? Who fell for the trick? Fuck that. We already, fuck that. We will be arguing all day for that. But we got to finally come to some resolution and figure out how to restore the black family. We have to restore it. And, and you may not be in a family. You could be single and divorced. So let's just say restore the black mind. Put the black mind back into its righteous state is what I'm saying. So can we work on putting the black mind back in its righteous state? Huey says, ain't no restoring going to happen. It's too late. Well, that's not true. If you think that, if you I'm going to tell that, you why yeah, that's not is. true. If you think that, It would yeah, only it be true, Huey, if there's not a black family today that are one. Only if there is not just one black family who got it together. So if there's one black family who put their family back in its original order, despite all this black power and white man talk, if there's one black family that did it, then there's still hope for all the ones that are still bickering and fighting and ain't figured this shit out. That's why. If there's one, and I'm going to put it on record, I'm that one. And if there's anybody else that's in attendance on the Don Nicoleone show, that is that, that that is one out of many black families that have restored their home, push one on your keypad. Push one in the chat room. If you know it, Jali is one. That's two. So we, you know, there's many. All black families are not divided. There's another one, Science Bay, Fire Linus. Family is in harmony. Queen of Army, family is in harmony. Arishnagal, family is in harmony. There is no white man coming in between us or some sucker-ass nigga trying to get in our house. Our family is balanced, sweetheart. We are doing it as a beehive. Super lion. We got another one. Oh, shit. In a minute, boy. All the hands will go up all across the world. Beautiful butterflies say, I see some beautiful black families. So, yes, sweetheart, it starts with the mind first. It starts with the mind first. That's right. why you have to mind your mind for the Jews of your soul. If you try right. to look outside of shit and try to find a book like goddamn Steve Harvey or some black-ass ISIS paper bullshit, it's going to fuck your family up even more. Right. If you don't figure this shit out mentally, nigga, then your household is going to continue to be divided. Exactly. But there are I some agree. strong families working together. And they're right. not just working check by check. Right. <laughs> These niggas is balancing the budget to flip that white man shit and take over that motherfucker. Right. right. You got black families that run black businesses that are entrepreneurs and is doing damn good. I wish Ryan Toohey was here so he can goddamn drop the report on how many and how much money did the black entrepreneurs gross last year. Because that shit was like two, three, four, twenty billion dollars. 
So we hard. Not only that we, as black families, taking over the economic system, but we are putting our house in order, and we are tending to business. Right. The rest of you right. niggas can believe that goddamn goddamn Jim Jones shit, that fucking Jimmy Buffett, Hemet bitch ass. Yo, y'all can believe all these motherfuckers and telling y'all that it's over for a black family or the black race. And if you nod your head, rag cop to that shit, then nigga, we will be <laughs> at your grave site in the new day. Then push up the kill yourself now, motherfucker, if you agree to that, because there's no use of you anyway. If you're not even going to put an initiative to strive to put your mind in its proper order, then you're saying that nigga mentally is over for you. Because it ain't over for me. I'm rewriting the wrong in my bloodline. Y'all got to rewrite the wrong in y'all bloodline. I come from a bloodline from this society with a whole bunch of misfits, dropout, illiterate motherfuckers. That's my bloodline. I got to goddamn re out of that shit and become a scientist and figure out the cure for my bloodline. So, you got to start with your mind first, baby. Because that's like, I mean, that, you know that is not a intellectual answer, saying that it's over for black people is not going to work. Right, because it ain't I don't over know when it's over for black people when the sun does not appear to rise. Right. Then it's over. But as long as that sun is motherfucking giving us that, that radiance, that life, then, nigga, we still got life, and we still got a goddamn shot at restructuring and reordering the family, putting it back in this state. But Rodney asked a question. He said, so if the white man is feeding you the bullshit that fucks your mind up, how can you be mentally stable enough to get your control back? You have to open up your mind, Brother Rodney. Brainwash. You got to see the bullshit for what it is. You got to examine the shit that's being done. My thing is this: Rodney said that his family is right. He treats his woman right. Call in and give some pointers to brothers that need to know how to treat the woman right. right. Fuck the goddamn white man. If you say you treat your woman right, nigga, please call in so we can get some goddamn instructions for niggas who want to but don't know how to. Let's do it this way. 917, come on in. Your mic is open at 610-802. Your mic is open. I need y'all to, uh, one at a time, somebody mute their phone. 610, mute yours real quick. 917, come on in. 917? Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to be able to do that because we're driving. Okay. In, in, in any event, because I think I hear my background, I just want to agree, um, with everything that you said, you're right on point. It was more things that I want to say, but I got to concentrate on on driving. So, okay, I agree okay. with every everything that you said. Well, when you get stable, you know what I'm saying. When you're ready, you know what I'm saying. I'm just. Can you mute your background? I leave your mic yeah, open. Exactly. Just jump in at a at a red light or something. Okay. <laughs> All right. Six one zero. Come on in. Six one zero eight zero two. You're on the air. This is uh, Bashir. But she in the building. How you doing, sweetheart? Welcome to the show. What you got okay. for us? No, you know, I, I just wanted to say, at the end of the day, um, you know, we could be argumentative and, you know, don't agree or disagree on what happened and what caused 
this um, pathology to come to our community. But at the end of the day, we know we have to uh, wake up, clean up, and stand up. You know, and so whatever whatever philosophy or ideology we want to use to really make change in ourselves and really uplift ourselves, then, you know, if we ain't going to do that, it's, it's, it's useless to even speak about it, you know. So that's all I wanted to say. Okay, come back and say it one more time. What? Say it again? Like, paraphrase it? Say it again? All right, basically... We know there's a, a sickness in our community, um, in our nation, and um, we got to wake up, clean up, and stand up. I mean, that's the bottom line. You know, we have to mm-hmm. find whatever, whatever moves us to make uh, us better individuals so that we can become a good asset for our family and our community. We have to focus on things that is going to raise us up. That may be Buddhism, Christ, uh, Christianity, Islam. That may be Ma'at. Whatever it is, we have to stop playing around with this thing and really start practicing whatever it is we preaching. Because in reality, we all are preaching something. We all are preaching something. So, but you life. say all of that. I'm trying to figure out, you know, like, what are you saying? That people need to find some type of practice and stick to it, basically. What I'm saying is, is that whatever opinion people have, and, you know, everybody has an opinion about this, about that, what's going on here, blah, blah, blah. What I'm saying Who is everybody? Is, I'm the only one talking, myself and Queen, on the show. So listen, who is everybody? I'm talking, listen, I'm talking, I'm talking in general. Okay. I'm not talking specifically about y'all. Yeah, because I'm trying to, yeah, talking, okay, I'm with you now. And you guys have your philosophy and chat room. They have I don't, I don't, who is you guys? I'm, you're throwing me off. I'm, I mean, I don't have a philosophy. I, my way of life is to make sure that my children are safe, successful, productive, and have morals. And that's your philosophy. That's, that's no, that's my way of life. I don't know a nigga that's named Bill or Sophie right. or a bitch named Sophia. I don't know none of them niggas. Okay. I, all I, I, I know I, I, is that I, I, it's just I just know morals. That's all I fucking know. I just I, I, I just know certain things is just not fucking right. So if it's not right, my job is not to keep talking about what's not right. It's to correct that which is wrong. And you just said what I said, so I, we agree. Right. Okay. Real quick, cause I'm gonna leave your mic open, and I know we agree, but you throw me off with practices and stuff, and I want to get more in depth in what should someone practice. You know, I'm not saying that you should figure out what they should practice, but I'm just asking, like, you know, because you went from hoodooism or some old voodooism or something. But um, let's do it this way. Y'all already know the mothership is about to take off. We got 60 seconds. God damn it, Skype in or call in, 347-884-9239. Y'all already know it. Let's well, go. all right. Start ya. About to take off in the universe. Recording angel. We have returned to claim here now. Partying on the mothership, I am the mothership connection. Get down in 3D, light year groove. Well, all right, here in Lord, ain't nobody but me and boy. Get down. Hit it, fellas.
with a glide in your stride and a dip in your hip and come on to the mothership. on over here.
or a good parent to raise a child, not just any old parents. And I think um, that you know, with a lot of with a lot of um, with a lot of you know, fathers being absent and black and a certain black men feeling as though th- this is this is because of the wo- woman's fault why why black children aren't growing up to be all that they can be. I would have to say that's a that's a backwards ass logic because well yeah was, that's how they that was the agenda to blame everybody for why the shit is all fucked up blame one rate one agenda and the other gender blames the other gender because if you hear a black man. Say you know well it's the woman's fault she the one all the kids in jail because the bitch is single then you hear the, another woman say well nigga why the fuck you keep having these goddamn children why don't you just stay with one motherfucker it's your goddamn fault you left the house mm-hmm. so it's and see this is not gonna get us anywhere yeah that not. doesn't get us anywhere and I think that and and you know that that's not happening amongst and in, in people's homes what's happening is broadcasted is why we're arguing on this panel, or if we did argue, that would, or in some blog talk shows, that would be the argument. You see what I'm saying? Or some mm-hmm. black radio shows, that would be the argument, that you have the, the women blaming the men and the men blaming the women. But in your house, that single mother ain't blaming nobody. She out there getting it done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. or or in another house that black man and that black woman that's together they out there doing it. It's just exactly. when niggas come on a fucking panel, right? And broadcast is when the bickering and fighting goes, and none right. of this shit is really fucking true, right? Because right. that's not a woman, a single mother. Who the fuck does she get to blame that shit on? This bitch right. ain't got time to blame a goddamn thing. This this bitch yeah. got to take care of the baby, right? So she's she knows what she has to do. A man that is not in jail, that is working to feed his family, is not yelling and screaming at another bitch at his job saying, all the black men are in jail. He's not doing that. This nigga is focused on clocking in, clocking out, and going home to his family. This is the fucking reality. It's just this fucking talk show. It's just when niggas come together and want to quote stats to sound smart and bitches want to be smart and everybody want to be fucking smart is when it causes the fucking problems for somebody who may do have a productive home, fuck around and listen to some of these black supremacists in the form of white supremacists. They just niggas start running their fucking mouth. The nigga come home and say, babe, I'm tired of working for the white man, man. Fuck the white man, man. I heard a goddamn black power show, man. Fuck that shit, baby. And then he wants to start going to some of these fucking black power beaches and shit physically, and the nigga no longer is feeding the household now. This is when all this shit, this is the problem. That's why when I prefer to fucking run my mouth, I prefer, prefer to run my mouth to keep these niggas and women together. Yes. When I run mine. Right. Because that shit pisses me off because you don't know who the fuck is listening that still have a weak mind but is doing the right thing and, and think it's, it's weak now. Listen to some black moor saying, we all need to fuck the white man system and fucking file UCC papers and get your sovereign and, and stop driving with driver's license. Now your nigga in jail, bitch, because he done heard that shit. You hmm. still got a nigga in jail. Because hmm. some, some of these smart black niggas are literally putting niggas in jail. Did y'all know okay. that shit? Okay. I've known plenty of fucking niggas who fell for that boring shit and is locked up today. And the right. woman don't have right. a nigga. Right. Well, duh. So, that's, be, that's because they don't... So what I'm saying is... is what I'm money. saying is... That's why I think that it's important that we... <clears throat> if we're going to praise... <laughs> Then we praise properly. Yeah. Because 
the reality of it is the single woman ain't listening to this goddamn show raising her baby saying, well, goddammit, these motherfuckers just done fucked my day up. Now, I was so focused on my children, now I got to find a nigga because Dr. fucking such and such said I need one. Dr. Uh, what's that nigga, Umar Johnson, said, bitch, I need one. And ho, your nigga next door did look kind of good yesterday cutting your grass. Yeah, yeah. You need his. But you need now your focus, and then people ask the question, and they, the, it's funny that the people that ask the question are not the people that give the answer. And I hate mm. that shit. When they say, why are these women always, and what's fucked up, you got some of these women focusing <laughs> on these niggas when they need to be focusing on their children. Well, right. you know what happened? The bitch tuned in to one of them Dr. Umar shows and said, bitch, you are by yourself. You are fucking miserable. The black woman who has a man and has her family together, bitch, you need to snatch that nigga up, too. Mm. That way you won't mm. feel as miserable as you are because you cannot raise a child by your motherfucking self. Bitch, right. you need a man right the fuck now, and I demand you to command somebody else's man to be in your motherfucking life, bitch. <laughs> right. Because, bitch, right now, as happy as you think you are, bitch, your community, right. your house is not going to strive. Your little baby, your son, he could be in goddamn all A's right now in the white man system public school, even though I'm a doctor and got my motherfucking degree from his ass. Your child, <laughs> goddamn it, success rate is zero, bitch. Your your child success rate is motherfucking jail, ho. Your child success rate is joining gangs, bitch. Right. But you got a straight right. A son. Your son right. is on the road right. every fucking day. He's right. a respectable child by yourself. He takes a trash out without you telling him. He vacuums the floor without you asking. He even turns the fucking light off without you getting up. Hmm. But your child is, has a zero success rate because you don't listen to some fucking nigga-ass implant doctor. Right. Right. But you was fine. You didn't even know that you needed a man. You ain't that, Your son was your man. Mm-hmm. You was a man that you was raising for a woman to be proud of once he get older. Now you mm-hmm. focus on a nigga. That's your answer, people who ask that question. Why the fuck are these bitches focused on these niggas and not their children? That's why. Because mm-hmm. if we take out doctors and talk show motherfuckers and Steve Harvey and all the rest of these motherfuckers, we take them out, you got your mama. You got somebody's grandmama, you got your auntie, you got all these bitches that's miserable than a motherfucker seeing you doing this shit without the aid of a man, and you're doing a good job. And they say, girl, when you gonna bring a man in here, honey? You don't think that nigga need a man in his life? You don't think he need that boo-boo? And then y'all ask the question, why the fuck are these bitches' minds on these niggas and not on their babies? Hmm. Because y'all are disrupting someone's household with your sick-ass philosophies, with your sick-ass thoughts of what the fuck that woman needs. But her shit is straight. Nobody analyze a single woman's household and say, damn, you doing that shit. Right. You got them. I right. never met. I, you are fucking doing it. How the fuck are you? How are you able to do this shit? Go to work. Take care of your baby. Send him to school, and he's all A's. Help him with his fucking homework. The nigga got computer. The nigga got all types of motherfucking gadgets and gadgets and shit. Motherfucker got goddamn basketball goals outside his fucking house. The nigga got pictures of him with goddamn sports uniforms and trophies and being the top reader in his class and one the spelling bee and shit. How the fuck did you do that shit, ho? Mm-hmm. How do you find the time to do that? She'll tell you. That's the only man in my life that means more to me than a nigga that just want to come in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
But to the average sick fuck that's been mind fuck would say, bitch, you need a man. You don't think he gonna need, what, what happened when he started getting calm? What happened when his nuts started getting large and shit? <laughs> well, y'all act like that women ain't never been with a man that had big nuts. <laughs> Y'all forget that, uh, nigga, didn't it take a nigga to have that little motherfucker? You don't think I know when that nigga bucking. You don't mm. think I know when my son started getting peach hair, peach fuzz on his motherfucking lip. You don't think that we are that motherfucking unintelligent that we don't know when our nigga hit puberty. Do y'all honestly fucking believe that shit? No, I don't believe that shit. A lot of other motherfuckers do. Yes. Do you honestly believe... That we, I'm talking about the women that have mastered everything. This is a little bit different than bitches who don't even want to master shit. We talking mm. about bitches that are master of their household. This is a little bit different. Master of male and female genetics. We talking about them hoes. We talking about the bitches that y'all trying to say the shit ain't working. Mm. We talking about a woman that can go outside and motherfucking play football with her son. We talking about a woman that can come inside and it's time for his graduation, his fifth grade graduation, and she ties his tie. Okay. We talking about a woman that don't take him to another man to get his hair cut because he liked the way his mama give her him that tight ass motherfucking lineup that she can even line him up herself. We talking about that woman they can also pick up a remote control and play Xbox with the motherfucker. Not only that same woman knows science, social studies, chemistry, algebra, trigonometry. We talking about a master fucking teacher is what we're talking about in the household. That women can't motherfucking do it. Now, the blessing is, if she has another master teacher that's in the form of a man, that is a master teacher in the household, God damn it, y'all are bad motherfucking family. Right, that compound. If he's a right. master Absolutely. teacher too, right. not a master right. of running his fucking mouth, not a master of believing that he's the authority figure, but he's right. a master in football. That nigga go out there and dribble too. While she's combing her daughter's hair, he out dribbling, playing basketball with the motherfucker. Or doing trigonometry with that nigga. Or motherfucking goddamn it, showing him how to motherfucking shave his shit. You know, shit like that is what the fuck I'm talking, I'm talking about. Master teachers in the fucking family. I'm not talking about a bunch of niggas that got together and decided to motherfucking fuck and one night they had a goddamn baby and still don't know how to be a master teacher. I'm not talking about them motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about a woman that knows that knows everything that society. No, let's do it like this. I'm talking about that people that are 19 steps ahead of the fucking devil. Taking these babies, running these families properly. If you ain't 19 steps ahead of the fucking devil, nigga, I don't give a fuck who your God is. You are easily to be devoured, you and your fucking family. (laughs) True that. So women can do it. And we would love to do it with a master teacher as a man to do it with us. 
But if we if there's not a master teacher amongst us, then we have to continue to master teaching on our own. Our young. Period. Period. I would love to motherfucking kick back. And let my husband run this shit or a nigga that's a master teacher come run the whole shit. But what happens is that it starts to make the black woman lazy. And the last thing you need is a lazy-ass black woman and you doing everything. Right. Because like I tell these bitches who think that their life is better than a single woman because you got a nigga that goes and bring the fucking bread home. If that nigga dies or decided to fucking leave you and little loose that bitch, you still wouldn't even know how to fucking get that bread. Hmm. So you the one that's be stuck. These single mothers are mastering getting the cheese, bringing it home, raising the child up to be the best in everything it does in, it, in the child's world. Presidents of this, that, and the third at seven years old. And your ass stuck at home, waiting on that nigga to bring the bread. He takes that out, ho, you wouldn't know where to go. You would be one of them conscious, smart, religious bitches on welfare. Because, bitch, you don't know how to motherfucking grind. Right. So that's one thing that a single mother have mastered, finally. That she makes a way out of no way. No way. That's right. And it ain't the wrong way. But it's the bitches that's been dependent upon their nigga and that's been looking at the single woman as this bitch is not living a, a righteous life because she ain't got a man. Right. Let something happen to yours, ho. You're going to be knocking at that single bitch door saying, can you give me the formula? Hmm. 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 And if it is true, God gives and God takes then the single woman don't give a fuck regardless of what comes and what goes. It's that bitch that's been stuck and been dependent and been in the fucking household. If you a fucking woman that don't know how to motherfucking goddamn throw a fucking pig skin ball for your son or trigonometry or whatever the fuck your son like, and, and you depend on a nigga to come home to help that boy and that motherfucker mm. never comes back that day, mm. you're fucked. Mm. You're fucked, hmm. bitch. You're fucked. Huh. I'm going to put that on record. You're fucked. And then you know what happens? Your son starts to yell and scream, I want my daddy. Because right. my daddy always play with me. You know, bitch. You always sitting on the fucking couch turning your fucking hand and shit. I want my daddy. And you can't be him. So that topic of discussion is saying those women could never replace the man because the bitch sat on her ass the whole time depending on them just like okay. the fucking children. Okay. okay. Yes. But what happens to the little boy? He starts to run the streets. Why? Because mama ain't fucking shooting who? Mama ain't playing Mortal Kombat when it's time to play games. Mama don't even know how to tie a tie. Right. Right. Mama don't know a goddamn thing because she always said, wait till your daddy get home. Right. Right. These are your incompetent bitches. And you can't get mad because you got master bitches that are competent. You're just inadequate. I'm sorry. That's your business. But you got to master the best of both worlds. And I say the same thing to the father. You come home and you depending on your meal. 
You depending on your wife to do every goddamn thing. And if that bitch never show up one goddamn day, nigga, you better learn how to motherfucker explain everything to your daughter. You better learn how to cook better than the wife. You better learn how to nurture and motherfucking be there for them. Because, mind you, you was never there. You out there working, nigga. So you now you got the master being a master teacher. Don't master being a man and don't master being a woman. Master raising up your children and being a master at all goddamn things. Because you don't know when they're going to turn your lights off. You don't fucking know that shit. Right. That's right. So you better master that shit, because what the fuck is a hoe going to goddamn do? A loyal hoe that's a hoe only to her husband when that nigga never shows up. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Bad day for her. Hey, that bitch down the street going to tell that hoe, nigga, the welfare over there to the left, make a right down the street. You know, stop and stop sign, you'll see the welfare office right there. Because you're so dependent and you're so waiting and so patient and so loving and so this, that, and the fucking third, bitch. You got to live that same lifestyle of sitting on your ass, yep. being a woman, and yep. waiting on that check to come through the door. Yep. Yep. Unless you master the best of both worlds. Mm. Single mothers have mastered the best of both worlds. Come on in. Who's next? I'm sorry. That's the Can way I, I fucking see it. Discussion, please? Huh? Can I add to this discussion? 313, your yeah. mic is open, too. Mm-hmm. Come on in, darling. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I wanted to say I'm very grateful for the time that you took explaining how it was all a lie to deceive us and break us away from each other. Because people really, really forget that the mother and the father being in the unit is never a guarantee, even if it's it's just the fact that your father died. Right. There were many, many families that in, the father died and the mother, you see, ended up raised. And sometimes the father died leaving behind eight, nine children, you see. Right. So single right. motherhood or single parenting or a black woman raising her children without a man there, that's not a new phenomenon. And it wasn't right. a negative phenomenon either. I remember the first time my grandmother told me, because all my life, the way my mother told the story, it sounded like her father was in her life. So the first time my mother, my grandmother told me that this nigga walked out the door one day and said he could get the paper and never came the fuck back. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Scenarios occur, and those women have to fucking figure shit out real quick, and they yeah. do. You see what I'm saying? And we've been doing it for years, years. It's only till these these bastards came into our community and looked at our our family structure and envied it. So they labeled it what it would look like for their little bitch ass. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You take a white man out of a home in a in a white family and oh my <laughs> god, that that 
school taught black women to go to the system. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. White, white women go to the government immediately. They have, you know, child support laws are for them, the welfare rules are for them, the fucking divorce laws are for white women and white women only. You see what I'm saying? They yep. don't get out the system. Sensible sounding women that I have heard. Big ups, give yourself a Y'all got y'all thinking so multidimensionally. Y'all thinking with a lot of discernment, and it just warms my heart to hear how you can see everything from every angle, and and that's what gives encouragement to let you know that the black family is still rolling because, yeah. like you said, we got people like this. And the one thing that I really like how you approach this show today, Don, is you said, um, can we agree, first off, that this was a game that was played against us? Mm-hmm. Now, once we get that out of the way, now let's, mm-hmm. let's approach the actual issue. And then I really liked also how you had everybody raise their hand on who, who sees good families or are in good families. It just breaks that spell of people thinking that the black family is destroyed. You know, I got, I got almost ten different families in my own family, uh, outside my own family structures that I know that are, that are doing it right. Right. And that's just right in my immediate view. And, and it makes you say, well, what the, the shit that I see on TV or the shit I hear on these arguing talk shows is bullshit. What are you right. seeing right in your yeah. face? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that, and that just, and I, and I tell you, the other thing that this show does, it's actually a mentoring show to those who don't necessarily know or have the skills on how to build certain things. They can hear this and say, well, you know what? I need that to start um, doing some of these elements, or or I need to have sound right reasoning people in my life or couples in my life, you know, that can yeah. actually say that. And if they're not yeah. there, I'm going to work my ass off until they get there, you know. Because mm-hmm. I, I, got, I, got, I got an auntie who raised four kids by herself, still ain't got a man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they all powerful people. Mm-hmm. Two of them got strong, powerful families. The mm-hmm. other two are singles. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When my when 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 uh, one of my uncles uh, left my aunt, my father stepped in and helped with the son. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. He knew he had me, but he was like, you know what? I gotta come through and help them too. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I saw that. You see? So I saw the example. I'm like, okay, so this is how the community works. This is how it first works in your family. You say, well, what's the formula? Like Queen, Queen of Family said, the network was broken down. The community was broken down. Right. So if it's broken, 
then you got to start where it's working at and then right. build out of that. Your immediate family, then your family, then your closest friends, and then we all kind of replicate each other. You know, everybody not going to come through. Everybody not going to make it happen. You have to work with those who are making it happen. That's what you mm-hmm. got to do, too. Exactly. You got to make that discernment. And I like how mm-hmm. Zali just broke down something about the white women right. that a lot of people do right. not admit. These white people go to the government immediately, immediately. and nobody looking down on them. They go, get, mm-hmm. I, they go get the best divorce mm-hmm. lawyer mm-hmm. and say, hey, you know, you can get a piece of this off of mm-hmm. this, off of the top. You know what I'm right. saying? They don't right. play. They don't play. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we as uh, as coming up can can recognize and see how to build our families. So it just really, I really like this show. It's a building show. This is truly building. Right, right, absolutely. Mm. And and May and May and and Jolly, you also pointed out too that be you know before we was allowed to receive welfare, we still made it happen. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's just it's just after the propaganda and 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 giving black women access to welfare mm-hmm. because they didn't have you know like uh, means or ways or, or stop the means and ways that they had utilized all through the time to get on welfare. Then you want to vilify her for being on welfare. Exactly. You know. Then you want to throw up the welfare queen and all of this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So it has been a systematic breakdown of the black family for the benefit of those who create poverty programs and all that other kind of stuff. You have to keep that perpetuated because it keeps people with jobs. It's a job program. You know what? If, if 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 all the black people in a particular area never go back to upgrade or to re up in their welfare all of them case workers will have to find another fucking job. Hello? <laughs> Get yeah. at them. Get at them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't, yeah. I, I, the only thing that I know that black people are missing is that we don't need them. Right. All we need right. is the hand at the end of our own fucking arm. <laughs> right. That's it. We really, they shit will fall. We just still leaning on them. And right. the reality check is that the black woman has now become dependent upon that shit. Right. So right. it's impossible for her to even strive to get herself out of a situation or lead her children to what is considered paradise. Yes. Right. Because you're only limited to where you're going to stay. Yes. And you're only right. limited to the food you're going to eat because it's right there in that area. And you're only limited to another fucking mindset because that same mindset is your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Right. You're not going to get out of it until you walk out of it. Mm-hmm. That's just the shit. My thing with the black women that are on it, I just don't like for them to be on it. I just don't like that shit. You know, I just don't, I don't know why the fuck y'all decided after all these fucking years to get on that shit. I'm talking about those that are on it right now, young, in their 20s with children, or in their 30s with children. Why the fuck are you on it? You spend all your hours, damn near 24 hours, at home. Why the fuck are you on it? You know how many hours you're losing by becoming Mm self-sufficient? 
you you know what you can really become if you stop depending on that motherfucker piece of sh- shitty ass check. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody wants something better for themselves and their fucking families. The problem is that they just uh they just gotten comfortable with that which come in. If if they shut all this shit down, then there's gonna be a whole bunch of families out there in the fucking cold because these so called single mothers that's on it don't know what to do next. Yeah. No, there's no difference than the wife who husband never comes home. Don't know what to do next. And I don't like it. Can I say that's that's the trap too that they catch? And this is this is the way I look at it. And let me see if I can say it real quick. You know, women when they have children, they go through a or a physical and chemical and hormonal change. Okay. So they when most most black women get on welfare surrounded what? Being fucking pregnant, right? So now you got her in the system during this hormonal change, right? And then the way the caseworkers and the way the welfare system works and the way your own shitty life already exists is it perpetuates this bullshit of needing this nigga, needing this check, needing this, you know, um daycare voucher. Eating every fucking body, right? So, unfortunately, some of these women have, like, two children. Now we what? Six years later, right? I've seen women get the daycare voucher and take drop the baby off and take their ass right back home. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, what I'm saying is we do take up space. We do take up space for those that really need it. We take up a lot of fucking space. There's a hard-working mama right now that can't fucking get it, that needs daycare so she can get a fucking job because these bitches drop their babies off and sit their ass at home. See, that shit to me is completely selfish. When I got pregnant at 15, my mother took me to an unwed mother home. It's located on Old National Highway in College Park. And... These unwed mothers get them a little goddamn efficiency home inside this little shit, and telephone and job and the bus pass. And we get visitors during the weekend. It's an unwed mother home. When it was time for the woman to interview me without my mother, she asked me, do I think that this shit is for me? And I'm 15. And I said, no, this is not for me. This is for a woman who has no place to go with her baby, who has no way. This is not for me. I will be taking up a spot where there's an unwed mother somewhere homeless. I said, this is not for me. And she called my mama back in, and she said, I'm sorry, your daughter does not qualify. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I'm not going to take up someone who really needed. I just know me. I knew me at 15. Like, there's no fucking way I'm going to suck somebody else's supply dry when I know they really fucking need it. I just can't do it. So from 15, I just fucking put in the mindset that I got to work to take care of my baby. Regardless of grandparents and and daddy. But I got to take care of mine. 
I can't live like that. I can't take up somebody's shit that really fucking needs it. There's women that are in fucking shelters because bitches <laughs> got their house. That shit is selfish. Ain't shit wrong with you. Ain't nothing wrong with none of us that we got to fucking be lazy off this bitch-ass system. Ain't nothing fucking right. wrong with us. Give it to a motherfucker that really need it. Because right, right. you can get a job and pay your fucking rent and still make it in time to goddamn pick your babies up from school if that's what you're going to fucking have them at. And be home and cook dinner and all that other shit and do homework and play games with them and read books or whatever the fuck y'all do. You, you, you're taking up somebody's space. You can put food in your fucking refrigerator. All you got to motherfucking do is put your pimp foot forward. Get off your ass and let somebody and pass that baton over to somebody else because you really don't fucking need it. I done seen it. The project's right up the street from my business. These hoes drop their babies off and they stand outside, sit on the fucking porch, and I don't understand that shit. I don't understand that. Fuck you sitting on the porch, bitches. Goddamn, it's 10 in the morning. You ain't got shit to do. You don't know how to sell cakes or something? Exactly. You don't you, you don't braid hair, you don't do shit. When the African hoes got right. here, they they husband or uh, uh, them themselves bought a little fucking shaggy ass building for rent for three four hundred dollars and started braiding niggas hair and then them bitches right. riding fucking land cruisers. Right, right, right. Like I don't understand this shit. I just think that black women need to get the fuck off of it and give it to the Mexicans this time. It ain't no excuse for you bitches no more. Shit. <laughs> That's Ain't right. no fucking excuse. We are too fucking smart to goddamn be lazy. I don't get it. Right. And then you want a fucking good man to cap and save your lazy ass? That shit don't work. Don't no good man want a lazy ass bitch. Sure enough, fuck, don't. <laughs> no sure good enough, man want a don't. lazy bitch. So don't. They'll come in and fucking go to the bathroom on you and walk the fuck out. That's right. That's it. And that's still a good man. He's just using the bathroom. Hmm. But he ain't finna count hmm. to save your ass. Hmm. You ain't worth saving. Hmm. That's why most men say, I would love to be with, you know, a particular type of black woman, but that bitch so fucking lazy, she don't want to hmm. do shit. Hmm. I ask, I, when I go out and date, I ask the black woman, you got any talent, any skills, any ambitions? What do you see yourself three years from now? Oh, hmm. no, I ain't never thought that damn far. <laughs> this is the black woman now. The mm. bitch don't have a clue. Mm. How do you take mm. care of yourself? You don't want nothing. What's your talent? I used to have them conversations when I started dating them type of niggas like that black bitch. I realized that even niggas don't have a clue. Nigga, where you see yourself in three years? Shit, shot. I ain't even thought about that shit. You know, I live for the day, nigga. I'm just out here grinding. I'm in the trap. Right, right. No fucking right. way, nigga. I, I can't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. As bad as I want you to go to the bathroom on me, I can't wake up with a mistake. Hmm. It's just certain hmm. shit. Bitches, y'all got, I'm not y'all bitches, but goddammit, black women, make yourself worthy again. Right. That's right. all I'm saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. Make yourself worthy again. Because goddammit, I done seen a whole line of fucking welfare recipients. Grandmama, great-grandmama, aunt, cousin. All them hoes, they actually run their own fucking tribe in the project. They own the whole building. I've never, you know, I just, it's just, I don't get it. Because it makes you handicapped. 
And see, I think the whole, the premise is, and that goes back to the laziness, is that there is no, you know, well, first of all, they don't tap into their own creativity. And secondarily, there's this ideology that there's no money out here. And you got motherfuckers working. There's always going to be money if you got motherfuckers working. You just got to tap into them. Fireliner says, unless you are physically disabled, welfare is a temporary aid. Get off that shit. I agree. I mean, come on now. We're taking up motherfuckers' shit, man. God damn. I can't believe it's no difference. When When I heard that Kanye mother died, right? A plastic surgery, because that's what she ended up getting, right? Right. Yeah. Remember Kanye Mother West died of plastic yes. surgery? Right. Yes. That motherfucker, her son, gets in a tragic accident and needs it. You see? But this bitch don't need it. Mm-hmm. And dies from it. Hmm. When you right. don't need it, you fuck around and get it, you'll die from it. Woo! I have very conservative views on welfare. I'm sorry. Come on in with your, your views, baby. We heard. So I just think that welfare should be. Um, I think it. I think it's it possible. It should only just truly be for struggling college students. Again, I have very conservative views on welfare. And you know what? I would use it for that, if any fucking thing. If anything. I, I would add that, that to the pot, disability and college motherfucking kids. Yeah, yes. yeah, I'll run it I for agree. that. I yes. agree with that. All yes. the tables that goddamn college kids need to be on welfare. Raise your hand. I, I agree with hand. that shit. Yep, I agree. Mm. I agree. So they don't have to worry about nothing. No money just getting their studies. That's focus on getting that goddamn degree, and hopefully you won't turn homeless after you get it. You'll be able to do something with that paper, make that paper work for you, and not you going around slapping people up upside the head because they ain't got one. Make it work. I'm going to tell motherfuckers, like, honestly, the majority of niggas who do have a paper, that shit don't mean shit to me. It's until you do something with it. Right. Right. It's when it starts to mean a lot to me. But, yeah, I agree, um, B.A., because if they told us that the only way that you, you can fucking make it and get you a White House and a picket fence and be married with a dog named Toto is through education, then use it that way. Because in the, a motherfucker that's not getting an education, that's sitting on their ass, already got a family and a White House and a picket fence off the motherfucking system. And a dog mm-hmm. named Toto. Hmm. Let's give it to motherfuckers who needs to goddamn get an education to eventually own a White House and a picket fence and be married and a dog named Toto. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out why the fuck welfare recipients got dogs. I don't get that shit. <laughs> how the fuck you got animals in your fucking... How the fuck you got a damn dog, bitch, and you can bet you got to ask to pay goddamn them to feed your family. Right. How right, the hell you got a fucking right. a dog or a cat or some shit? <laughs> you know? How, I mean, some shit I just don't make them niggas living that. like they just got there. You know, like they got the American dream. <laughs> I ain't never thought about that. <laughs> right. I don't right. get shit like that, you know? <laughs> right, right. And then do stupid 
serving shit like throw barbecues every first of the fucking month. How you gonna feed the same niggas that get the same amount of motherfucking food you got, but you bring them over your house to eat your shit up? Over a game of spades and shit. I don't get shit like that. Black bitches are thinking fucking backwards. It just doesn't make fucking sense. No, no. Don't them hoes have a goddamn barbecue every goddamn day, and everybody that come over just read up their damn self, and they don't bring a plate? Right, right, right. I guess you could see if they was having a, what you call, everybody bring something type of deal. No, I shit, I ain't like never that. seen that shit at no nigga cookout in the projects. I ain't never seen that shit. Only thing I've seen a man bring is the goddamn ice or the motherfucking Budweiser. <laughs> That's it. True that. True that. True I ain't never that. seen That's that shit. So true. But, God, I'm just so saying, true. man, you don't need that shit. Get the fuck off that shit. Because you really don't fucking need it. You just got comfortable and lazy. <laughs> Got comfortable and fucking lazy. Get out of that shit. That's how they want the black woman lazy and on her fucking back and the man on his knees begging the white man for a job. Let me say that again because it sounds like it went over your head. They want to keep the black woman, <laughs> say it again, lazy and on her fucking back and want to keep the black man on his knees begging the white man for the job. For a job. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. You know, and, and, you know, I was just, when you said that, it made me think of Madam C.J. Walker, right? I kind of thought of Madam C.J. Walker, who wasn't on welfare, but she made a way, just using her creativity, even though we, some of us don't agree to her methodology. But that's just an example of the black woman who can create work and, and income for herself just by using her fucking head and, and selling shit to bitches with a job. You see what I'm saying? I mean, it's it just, I mean, it, it's just not, it's just not rocket science, you know? It's not rocket science. Because some of us are workers. I am a worker. I will Come on in, Jolie. Jolie said, do you honestly believe that some of these women off of welfare would be totally different? Yes. What? I don't understand that. What that mean? Would they would they be different? The answer is yes. Different. Yes. Like their their, their walk, their way of life. Yes. Yeah. If they if you when you when you earn in your own living, yeah, you be different. Your whole mindset is different. Yeah, and you feel you know you feel better. In the hustle, it, it builds the yeah. confidence. You know, it's kind of like getting off a of dope. You can go back to the goddamn crack house and say, nigga, I've been drug-free for a long time, nigga, and I feel good. I got this, that, and the third now, motherfucker. Y'all still got them at the same crack house, nigga, y'all ain't got shit. And walk away. It feels good. It builds your confidence. It built mine as a single teenage mother. It built mine quick when there was bitches me in their 20s and fucking 30s collecting a goddamn welfare check and my ass got two jobs. That shit changed my shit quick. I said, damn, I'm doing big bitch. I'm doing better than bitches that's, that's been fucking before I was born. Hmm. Hmm. It builds your confidence up, sisters. Because, honestly, these are the same type of women, especially if you open up your fucking mouth and the new nigga that you love so much, you know what I'm saying, realize that your ass get living rent-free, he lose his respect for you. Did you know that? 
Mm. You know that? He starts to lose a little bit of fucking respect for you. He still fuck with you. But he started to lose a little respect for you. Well, he, there is no need for him to help you do shit, bitch. Did y'all notice that? That's the mentality. Yeah, I noticed that's the mentality. Yeah, that be the mentality. He's like, you can't even tell the nigga renting his dude. That nigga gonna be like, bitch, you, that check ain't got here yet. I ain't gonna do that. You can't even tell the nigga ain't no food in the fucking house. That nigga like, nigga, when, what time your food sounds come? Like. And you expect the man that you're with and you on welfare to do what for you? Hmm. It's impossible when things are already taken care of. And we look at them type of niggas as lazy because they leeching off of welfare bitches. They're not lazy. Them niggas ain't. Hmm. It's just the white man made his job easy. But the difference is he's the only one that's fucking the black bitch, but the black bitch is sucking off the nutsack of the white man. Hmm. He don't have to do shit. But just be there. You the one that call a man over that knows your business, that don't have to help. That's what you're telling a nigga. After you open up your fucking life to him and tell that nigga, you'll give me a ride to the thing to the goddamn defect shit so I can go goddamn, I got to fucking re-up, got to sign these papers. The majority of men that know that a chick that he really like is on that shit, he's not, he ain't trust me, that nigga is not finna help you with shit. Can't even help you with shit. There's no need for you to get help from a nigga that you want to be with. Because you get right. help from a nigga outside the fucking house. Exactly. How the fuck and that's going to work? that's exactly how they look at it. That's exactly how they look at it. Yeah. He ain't and, and, even that, and, it, and it ain't even, it ain't even, you know, they don't think of that consciously. It's their unconscious reality to that. They have an unconscious reality to that. And they act and do shit. And I apply that with, with my children. You got a nigga fucking you. Bitch, I ain't got to do shit for you. So if if I think like that as a woman to my daughters, you can imagine what a nigga think like to a bitch that's on assistance. You getting your assistance, hoes. The only thing is you ain't getting the dick. I'm bringing you the dick. You get the check once a month. They ain't gonna do shit. Mm-mm. If I'm telling you, if these women are looking for their knight in shiny armor, cause they're awesome, I just gotta put that on record. Bitch, you better shine your motherfucking shoes first. You better change your whole motherfucking environment, because ain't no knight in shiny armor coming into no ghetto, to no well-infested environment looking for your ass. He ain't doing it. He want a bitch to sit as his equal. You ain't even got there yet to be that. You got got them good niggas doing big shit. Single than a motherfucker. Because all the good bitches are fucked up sitting on their ass on the couch waiting on a check. And they smart as fuck. But they dumb yep. as hell. That's the only goddamn thing about black women that have been systematically fucked in the welfare system. Smart as a whip, but dumb as a motherfucker. Y'all hmm. <clears throat> say, so the state is your man because he gives you a check. If we can only agree that the black man's job was to do what? The two P's? Provide and protect? And protect. Because you have made the state your provider and your protector. You will call 9-11, and 
And you also wait on that provision to be sent to you once a month. That's, so, yeah, bitch, you done made the state your man. That's what you done. That's what you did. That's what you did. He's, the state is your provider and your protector. If we all agree that that's what a man's job is for, your man, the black man, if it, if it ain't his job, then Jali just say, nope, I disagree. Then we'll wait on your show at 10 o'clock tonight. Jali said, damn, I hate to be in that kind of relationship. <laughs> say what, Queen? I said, yeah, that's nine o'clock my time, and I'll be able to hit. Yeah, darling, you that. you have to come, you have to come with that. I think this is just more propaganda. What is this whole state is bitches mean shit? That's the like that's some shit that people say to motherfuckers on welfare to shame them or some shit. Like that ain't real. But people like that is just not real. The nigga's not fucking you. You have to go to one nigga for a check, and then you have to go to another nigga for protection. That ain't fucking. That's not. Ain't nobody fucking you. That's not your man. You a bad bitch. Cause you getting all that shit, and you're not giving up the pussy. It looking good to me. Let me ask you a question too, cause I have a question about protection. What is he protecting you from? That, that's the, you know, I'm just throwing that out there. What does a man protect you from? Well, I'll tell you what. In my life, if I didn't have a nigga, I'd damn sure be fighting every fucking day. And because I live in a small town that everybody knows that I got one, they don't say shit to me. They don't disrespect me when I get out of my fucking car. They don't try to back on me or none of that. I can just pump my gas, get in my fucking car, and keep it pushing. And they know where I stay. And the simple fact that they know my husband, they ain't knocking on my door talking about they done knocked on the wrong door. But, hey, I saw you down the street. So, basically, he protects you from other men. That's what he does. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just, I just wanted it's to clarify what yeah, the man putting a motherfucker on notice. You know, it does, and it helps me able to do business because I own a business on the square. So niggas ain't coming in my business trying to disrespect right. me. Exactly. Okay. It's a little bit different, and they know I'm the only one here or my car is out there, so they know I'm there. They're not coming in trying to mack on me. They buying and getting the fuck out. Because mm-hmm. so they know you have a man. And yes, and they know that my man have saved some of their lives and birthed majority of their children. Okay. Okay. Delivered. Let me say this. Not birthed, because then I'll be like, damn, got a lot of fucking children. I knew knew what you meant. But, you know, but, you know, I mean, it means a lot. Even when I was single, I would tell niggas that I'm married. That keeps these niggas off me. Right. I don't want to have a conversation with a bunch of low lives and I tell a nigga I'm single. That's why I tell single women, tell motherfuckers you married. Stop telling them that you're single all the time. Right, right. Keep them off right, you. Right, 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 right. And, and that, was the, that was the reason I, I asked that question is because I've had this discussion before about, you know, male role, what the male role is, provide and protect. And the question come up is protect from what? Because even I have said myself, well, shit, 
You know, what what does he protect me from? You know, and the fact that but but what you just said kinda kinda helped me reestablish that thought in my mind because even though he is not around is they know he's a presence. Absolutely. Even though he's not around, they know Absolutely. he's a presence. Absolutely. Because my confusion was, well, he ain't here, so how he going to protect me? But when men know that yes. you do have one, even though he's not seen, there's something yes. in them that they right. back the fuck off. Right. That's right. 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 That's right. right. And I saw a nigga who didn't know me, but the niggas at the at the gas station like to hang around. The dude tried to mack on me. He didn't know me. He didn't know who the fuck I was. And I heard one bomb or one wino say, yo, son, leave that one alone. They had to let that nigga know, no, 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 don't even come at her. They, they you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'm, I'm straight. My children and I are, are highly protected even by those that protect those that don't even know who the fuck I am stepping out my shit. Right. But, you know, but again, I live in a small town. Y'all live in a major city. That's the difference. Yeah, and and that, that does make a difference as well. But if you live in a, like a neighborhood, you know, people watching you all the time. You know, and they watch single women that don't have men in their home. They watch that too. You know, predators, I call them predators. Um, they watch that as well. So, yes, I agree that even just the idea of a man's presence will deter a predator. Right. Right. Yeah. So he, he does serve a purpose as, as, being, you know, as being a protector. Because I'd always oh, say, what the fuck does he protect me from? You know, he's not always around. But what you just said kind of helped me, uh, you know, put that in a proper perspective is that just the idea that they see how he's coming and going. They don't know when he go come and when he, you know, or whatever, but they know he comes here. So that kind of keeps the predator, the one who's always watching for opportunity at bay because they never yep. know when my man go show up. Right. And when we travel, we never travel without one another. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I mean, we exactly. we got a car for big enough for the whole fucking family because we 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 want the, even the white man's education system in this fucking town to realize, oh nigga, I send my husband everywhere when it comes to the schools. I don't show up no more because mm-hmm. I got to let these motherfuckers know, uh, nigga, we ain't your stats, we ain't your statistics. I ain't got to be there. My husband shows up. The graduations, award ceremonies, parent day, yeah, he's the parent. Let's run it. And they That's treat your children differently. If he's here, he's his job. I agree with that, brother. Yes. If he's here, that nigga ain't laying down sleep talking about, bitch, you know I just got in from work. Nope, the nigga know that work has just begun when you leave the plantation. <laughs> uh-huh. My black man, never he never sleeps. And that Damn. motherfucker works 18, 24 hours a fucking day. That nigga don't come home to sleep. He says what needs to be done. Mm. Mm. 